Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a extremely special episode of Reliving the Lights. Uh, we got a finale going on, which is a big deal. Somehow not the biggest deal uh, of what this episode all entails. In fact, this episode was meant to be just a regular episode, not a finale, so there's really nothing special about it. However, we've got some special people with us today. To, with us here today. Uh, my name is Josh Kuypers. I am one of your hosts. Hey, I'm Anthony Hookman. I am your other host. I'm Lindsay Kuypers. I'm Josh's wife. And I'm Angie Iverson. I'm Angie's, uh, or Anthony's special roommate. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. We got some special guests. It's a it's a special edition. Uh, it's a special spouse-ish edition. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think about edition. that before I said it. Uh, <laughs> it's a spouse and special roommate edition of Reliving the Lights. Yeah. Uh, we are super excited. This should be interesting. Uh, hopefully, you know, everyone, everyone behaves and gets along. Uh, hopefully I don't get any elbows to the ribs while I record, but (laughs) (laughs) that's why you record in separate rooms, Josh. Yeah, exactly. You guys are smart. So Lindsay (laughs) and I are sharing a microphone. So if our sound quality isn't as pristine as you are used to as reliving the lights listeners, uh, that's why we'll do our best to share it well. But, uh, Anthony and Angie are, you know, geniuses and are recording separately. So good, good work over there. Uh, (laughs) So here's what we're going to do. Our breaking the ice question. I think we just need to ask uh, Angie and Lindsay. Mm-hmm. What, tell us about the first time that you watched Friday Night Lights. And uh, if you were into it right away. And yeah, what the, what the context and initial thoughts were. So uh, Lindsay is pointing at Angie on the screen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, so I, I will say this really quick. So Anthony and I, uh, we basically do everything that spouses do. Um, just we don't have that legal certificate or that uh, yeah. uh, spiritual blessing. But hey, so just to emphasize that. Um, yeah. <laughs> spouseish but, works. <laughs> spouseish, exactly. So, um, but uh, yeah. So Anthony and I, we really, we really get along really great. But we, we really differ in terms of um, what we watch on TV, and so he kept talking about me getting to watch the show and I was like, uh, uh, I really don't care for it. But he was like, you have to watch it. And so I watched it. And as somebody who, um, doesn't like sports or doesn't uh, really connect with sports, I have to say, I really do uh, enjoy the show. I think it's something that anybody can enjoy. So it was, I really look forward to watching every episode and listening to the podcast. And so uh, I'm excited to offer a different point of view on nice. on all these episodes yeah yeah you're not a sports person but you yeah. grew up not really having a choice right exactly i grew up in a in a south dakota sports legend household so yes. i will be uh adding the what i know uh from that in, into the today's podcast so looking um, forward to that the, the rumor is angie's dad actually broke the color barrier the opposite way when he was living <laughs> In Tallahassee, Florida, first white man to play on. No, uh, it was in Mississippi. We were living in Mississippi. Oh, I thought it was in Tallahassee. My apologies. Yeah, we were living in Mississippi, and he was the um, only white guy in an all-black team. So he loves to tell that story. (laughs) Um, Not nearly as admirable as if it was the other way, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But coming from the you know the fact that he's like seventy three, you know, and this was during the eighties in the South. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. the 80s in the up. South was more like the 50s, uh, most yeah. up north, probably. Exactly, so. exactly. I, I think they probably let him in because my mom 
probably <laughs> right. uh, relates more with their skin color since she's Central American and is, uh, yeah, a lot tanner. Uh, so <laughs> right. they're probably like, okay, he's fine. They gave so. him a little pass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Big Jim, is he in the Hall of Fame? Is he going in the Hall of Fame? What's the deal there? Um, gosh, this is really sad that I don't know for sure. Legends <laughs> like Frank Cutler, you yeah. know? Yeah. He knows he Frank Cutler. The, he does know Frank Cutler. He's got the Pure Hometown Hero Award. Yes. Yeah. So I think he he's was, got to be a, a shoe in eventually. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll nominate him. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> he would love it. Um, but he's been definitely given a lot of awards uh, for coaching and for his uh, participation in sports as well uh, as an athlete. And I know he won a lot for the Senior Olympics that he was in. So, um, yeah, along with my other siblings. Um, and then I, I will say this: he is an avid golfer, and he did say Angie could have been really good at golf. So um, <laughs> that's a lot from him. So I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Yeah. So you've got that, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got so, that potential. Yeah, just like and Billy was, Riggins, you, you like, probably could have yes, had your card. Yes, yeah. but to the to the fair listeners out there, I just want I should say though that um, I'm a real uh, tragedy to my family because I'm five <laughs> foot ten, like Tyra on the show. <laughs> yeah, and blonde. I don't have the same beauty, but I am five foot ten and blonde, and. What a disappointment to my father that I could not do <laughs> volleyball or basketball. Um, and oh, on the day of my first communion, uh, I got a black eye. <laughs> so in my first communion picture, second grade, I've got a black eye from sports. So that was basically shadow, you know, for, foreshadowing my future with sports. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the ongoing joke is Angie and I both come from athletic families, but both have no athletic talent at all. So yeah. I think if we were to have a child, it would a be darker than both of us. Yeah. Um, and, and B uh, would probably be like a genetic athlete. Like, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, well, now you got it. You got to <laughs> We got to see what happens. Exactly. We got to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Very yeah. good. Well, yeah. Angie, uh, glad that you have connected with Friday Night Lights, at, at least enough to, uh, uh, what's the word, at least enough to humor Anthony as he <laughs> does yes. this on a semi-weekly basis and yes. chat with us today. Uh, so let's go to Lindsay. Lindsay, what uh, what's your history with Friday Night Lights? Well, how vulnerably do I share here, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Just go for it. Give, you know, give the people what they want. Yeah, we were, we were in the throes of young love when I watched... <laughs> Friday Night Lights for the first time. So there wasn't much convincing that had to take place. It was, yeah. Josh said it, so we did it. Um, so yeah, there for the ways. first couple months of our relationship, we watched probably two episodes of Friday Night Lights a Every night, time we a date. Yeah. yeah, but I probably only saw about an episode and a half of it. Yeah, because so, you fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, fell asleep. <laughs> nothing, nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was really good. And I, I don't know, I really loved it right from the beginning, I mm-hmm. would say. Um, I always rewatch two shows, Parenthood and Friday Night Lights. And so I've rewatched it a couple times. I've tried to get Josh to rewatch it with me and had to beg and beg and beg. And he never has. And then he just started a podcast and started watching it by himself. So I knew that was going to come up. That's that's marriage, I guess. Is we just, yeah. We Lindsay just literally up. had been begging me for years. Like, let's watch Friday Night Lights again. Let's do it. Nah, I don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden I just started doing it. Yeah. 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 So, so it's good. Whoops. All good. Yeah. Well, Fantastic to have you ladies with us. Uh, we're excited to get your perspectives. If you have any beefs with uh, the podcast thus far, uh, there are probably listeners who have the same beefs. So 
Feel free, unless it's Lindsay getting mad at me for calling uh, the hot neighbor mom? hot mom. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has a problem with that. But. I'm the only one who gets the title hot mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Okay. Fair. Just kidding. Uh, so other than that, feel free to bring them up. This is this is your time. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, So as we typically do when we start a podcast, uh, Anthony, let's start with you since you haven't gotten to speak much yet. Yeah. What you drinking over there? Well, Josh, I've got a special treat uh, for this recording session. Uh, as you know, we've got a great listenership in the West Indies. Boy, do we ever. So I've got a red stripe oh. uh, Jamaican lager. The, yeah, that's, that's classic right there. I wonder, if, I wonder how Jamaicans actually feel about red stripe. I don't know. I know that, like, yeah, like, Australians really hate Fosters. And it's, oh, really? like, the only Australian beer that we have in the States. So, mm-hmm. uh, please take it as a show of respect. Yes. <laughs> Listeners in the West Indies. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a tribute to you in a positive way. If you hate Red Stripe, I apologize. Don't, don't tell all the other listeners in all the other countries, but, hey, Jamaica, you're our favorite. You definitely sure. are. It's true. Shout out to the West Indies. Uh, Angie, what are you drinking? Oh, I've got, I, I swear I've got one arm that's just constantly, you know, stronger than the other because there's always just a full glass of wine. <laughs> um, so I, I am drinking this really great, I can't remember, like uh, something with three on it from Costco. It's a red wine. Um Yes. So, but it, it's great. Um, but I will say this really quick. This is a real treat for me because Anthony and I have been doing this calorie counting thing. Yeah. So I've been literally measuring out my calorie mm-hmm. you know, count for mm-hmm. wine because man, there's a lot of calories in that. So um, I am not really going to measure today. So cheat day, cheat yes, day for the podcast. Yes. Yes. She didn't go for the full Tammy Taylor pour, but yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, it looked generous, but yeah, not, <laughs> yes. not Tammy Taylor generous. Yeah. Uh, over here. So we are not recording in our, my regular recording place, which is our house. Uh, we got a babysitter to handle the kids Woo-hoo. while we both recorded, which is Lindsay's mom. Um, <laughs> so we are out and about, had to pack our drinks with us. Nice. Uh, I won't say where we are, but probably shouldn't <laughs> be drinking here. Um, <laughs> I, so I've got some margarita mix and rum Ooh. and... Then I poured some of this sparkling orange cream water into it, and it actually makes some a really nice uh, beverage. Lindsay doesn't know what she has. I, was gonna say, I assume I'm drinking the same You're thing. You're not. Okay. I just poured <laughs> stuff into your cup. Uh, very similar, except switch out the margarita for the sweet and sour, or not sweet and sour, for the sour mix, because um, nice. I know you like that. It is prime. Nice. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Experiment. Yeah. Uh, couldn't really like carry a sixer into where we were recording. So, <laughs> so keep it discreet. Yeah. So there we have it. That's what we're drinking. Uh, we've got a little bit of Friday Night Lights history from, from the ladies, but I'm sure we'll get a little more. I think we better just get into it because our, my mother-in-law is watching my kids and she's got to get out of town before the weather hits. So All right. <laughs> let's hop into it. So this episode is episode 15 of season two. It is the finale. Uh, as we've mentioned before, this this season took place during the writer's strike. And so it just kind of got cut off in the middle of the season. It has some finale-ish qualities to it, but not the full finale build. Uh, this is May the Best Man Win. It originally aired the 8th of February, 2008. 
Movie Dude One. What does he have to say about the whole thing? Yeah, we have actually got three IMDb synopses. Oh. One it's a finale, people showing out. One from Movie Dude One. One from uh, NBC. And another that is just the first sentence of the NBC review with a added intro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That doesn't have a, it doesn't have a credit. Uncredited. Okay. Yeah. So the uncredited one is a day of surprises. Brian smash Williams, gay as Charles is determined to get a football scholarship to college. Despite the recent events that have transpired. That's it. Okay. Well, good sentence, but there was a lot more stuff that happened. So well, and here's the NBC one. All right, Brian, the official one. Brian Smash Williams is determined to get a football scholarship <laughs> to college despite the recent events that have transpired. <laughs> However, Brian is very shocked when the most unlikely place offers him what may be the opportunity of his life. Tammy Taylor runs into her ex-boyfriend from high school, a, real, a big real estate mogul, and he decides to stay in Dillon for a few days. A few days proves to be too long as Coach Taylor <laughs> begins to feel a bit jealous. Elsewhere, Jason Street hears the biggest news of his life since the accident and must decide if he's willing to change uh, his life completely. Meanwhile, Tim Riggins continues his pursuit of Lila by getting in, guiding his own radio show at the Christian radio station. Lila seems to be enjoying her current relationship with her Christian boyfriend as she goes with him to meet his family. Okay. Well, I mean, it was nice to have a official synopsis. I will say this. For as much as we give Movie Dude 1 crap for trying to fit everything into two sentences, the NBC one did kind of drag on a little bit. They overdid it. They overdid it. It was a little much. So let's let's see what Movie Dude 1 can do, and then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give him a rating for the week. Yeah, we'll hand it over to Movie Dude 1. Tim gets his own radio show in an effort to get closer to Lila, who continues to get closer to her new boyfriend when she agrees to meet his family on a weekend getaway. Tammy gets to drag Eric to a charity outing hosted by her ex-boyfriend, now a rich bigwig. Jason gets a chance at fatherhood if he can convince Aaron to be a mother. Brian gets a second chance at a scholarship, but not with any big school. Okay. Yes. I have some thoughts. Uh, but I want to hear I want to hear what Angie and Lindsay think of the movie dude one synopsis. <laughs> Go ahead. Give it an, an, e- an evaluation. I I just have to say I love that you guys um very very um like very uh, lovingly teased movie movie dude one, and I am just waiting <laughs> and waiting for him to come out of the woodwork. At some I know. Point. How old and is like, he? Right, forty five yes. year old man in his basement. Yeah. I try to figure it out too. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I was just trying to do like a little light Google search and couldn't find him. I eventually, I'm sure I will at some point. But like, I just love how you guys tease him. But to me, something just popped in my head. He sounds like a Dylan Panther talking. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, he sounds like somebody who was probably, like, really talented in sports when he was grown up and, like, treated like a Dylan Panther. (laughs) I don't know. All right. uh, Yeah. uh, So, I just think it's really sweet. It's just some guy who just really loves Friday Lights like you do. And um, he can't fault him for that. Definitely can't fault him for that. Exactly. Exactly. So, Yeah. Okay. I think they're endearing reviews. Or <laughs> synopses. Yes, I think they're endearing. 
I would agree. Pretty pretty straightforward. Nothing too exciting there, but he covers it. All right, let's dig into this. <clears throat> now, we know that Movie Dude 1 loves his parallels and his plot <laughs> synopses, right? Yes. Uh, and he actually does pretty well here, except he tries two different parallels. Yeah, and he bungles it in the first few sentences, or the first sentence and he could have so he's got the his first sentence starts out which i kind of threw me for a loop i thought he was going to go with the get closer Closer, parallel right tim gets his own radio show in an effort to get closer to lila who continues to get closer to her new boyfriend i was like okay that's our parallel for the week it's closer but then he switches it up on the next sentence and it turns into Oh, he messed up his own parallel. I think she. I think he meant he should have said Tammy gets a chance to drag Eric to a charity. Jason gets a chance at fatherhood. Brian gets a second chance at a scholarship. So he could have just gone with the gets a chance for Tim too. Tim gets yeah. a chance to host his own radio show. Yeah, who is looking for a chance or to get closer to lie? Who is looking for a chance to get closer to her new boyfriend? Yeah. So he it's- like lost focus. After the first <laughs> sentence, <laughs> he started with the get closer, then he's like, ah, I, I don't know if I, <laughs> and then came up with the gets a chance and forgot to go back to revise the rest. <laughs> That's what I think it was. Yes. He, he did not, he just submitted his first draft and didn't, yep. uh, didn't give his final draft. So I don't know. What do you think, Anthony? What, uh, what are you feeling towards this um, one? It's I not mean, bad. It's not bad. Um, in the ways that some of us have been in the past, <laughs> we've, we've roasted Movie Dude One pretty hard in past episodes. Yeah, for um, good reason too. For good reason, absolutely. But it's it's definitely not his worst. But with the the losing focus, I got to dock him a few points. I'm going to say this is a strong four to a light five. All right, I was kind of thinking six, so okay. uh, I like a five. Cool. Let's give it. Is uh, is that is that good for everyone in the group? This is a four person podcast now. Great. Going with that theme of the word chance, I think you need to give him a chance. I think a five <laughs> is very fair. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good point. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll do it for Movie Dude 1 this week. We're giving you a five. Uh, you tried your best. You were up against NBC. so uh, And at least you didn't just copy the first sentence and add <laughs> a, a day full of surprises. A day of surprises on the, <laughs> like some anonymous person did. So... There you go. Uh, Movie Dude 1, you get a 5 for the week. Thank you very much. Uh, This episode starts off uh, at Lila's Church. Uh, They're getting after it there at the mega church. Yes, Tim and Billy are also in attendance. (laughs) Naturally, Um, yeah. Right, Uh, which is, yeah, a little bit of a a shock initially, but then we see Lila's passing around the collection plate. Yeah, of course, Lila's taking the collection. I don't really understand that, but okay, yeah. And so Tim makes sure uh, to get a little money out of Billy's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Get thrown in there to make himself look good. It's all coming together. Makes sense. Makes sense shortly after the first seeing of them that, oh, that's why Tim is there. Yeah. I don't know why he brought Billy or why. That's what I was going to say. How did he convince Billy to go to church with him? There's no good reason for him to be there, but that's fine. We love Billy. Uh, next we cut to the black church in town, mm-hmm. which raises the question for me, where is Waverly? 
<laughs> she's yeah. still gone. We're at her father's church. Was that her father? I don't know. Did I, they get yeah, a new pastor? I, I wasn't paying close enough attention. I wasn't even thinking about Waverly. Just like everybody, like the writers apparently were. <laughs> uh, yeah, that yeah, just kind of dropped. Uh, I don't know if the pastor was, but I guess that would be an explanation for where Waverly went. Was like her past. Her dad uh, yeah. went to a new church, but uh, I have a little surprise at this point to help us answer this question. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, so I've been. We've been wondering where's where's Waverly. I decided to go to basically the cheapest person on Cameo and ask her herself. Oh my god! Ooh. All right, can you see her? Yep. Oh yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> here we go. Let's hear it from Asha Davis herself. Hi there, Anthony. Asha Davis here. Your friend Josh wants to thank you so much for co-hosting all those awesome podcasts and reliving the special moments for Friday Night Lights. Sorry, I got construction going on. But um, even if you do get a little tipsy, which um, I don't blame you, have some fun. Have some discussions. And uh, I don't know what happened to Waverly. She just couldn't stay anywhere too long, I guess. Bye. Amazing. <laughs> oh, that's why she's cheap. She didn't tell you. Yeah, she didn't tell us oh. anything. It was just super wow. short. <laughs> wow, that we is amazing. To, you got her. We got to get the, we got to do um, Brad Leland because <laughs> he does like 15 minute 15 ones. minutes. <laughs> I mean, he's expensive, but boy, he'll, he'll give you your money's worth for yeah, sure. I think if we ask what happened to Waverly. <clears throat> <laughs> see, if he has, see if he has a longer answer. Ask Buddy Garrity what happened to Waverly. Uh, yeah, I bet he probably would. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our questions were not answered, but uh, you now have a personalized video wow. from Asha Davis. So That is amazing. That is Thank awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I got Lindsay a cameo from the, the singer of Simple Plan for her birthday, oh. which was her favorite yeah. band. Which was then. much cooler yeah. than this one. It was awesome. It, he did. It was so good. He did such a good job. It was awesome. It was super fun. That's really cool. Sang her happy birthday and sang. <laughs> a little uh, private concert. Yeah, sang her part of her favorite My Simple Plan song. Anthem. <laughs> um, Josh, you'll appreciate this. Uh, Nick Lutzko, the Gremlins guy. The yeah. Yep, let's go. Um, so he uh, released his, all of his, doing a release of all of his songs on vinyl. And if you mm. paid, it was, if you paid a hundred bucks, you could get a signed Gremlins 3 poster, <laughs> um, the vinyl, a producer credit. Oh, wow. Um, and a uh, personalized video from Desmond. <laughs> so nice. I, I, I ponied up. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. That's that's a no brainer. You got yeah. it. Well, I mean, the producer credit is right there. I mean, I can yeah. put that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So, uh, yeah, I was I was looking for a, a convenient place to slide that Waverly clip in, and there it was. Yeah, uh, we saw it. the black church. So, yeah. All right, back into it. So, Smash is a church. He's looking pretty pretty nervous. He's got his like T-Mobile sidekick out. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought it was. I think it was, yeah. And um, he steps outside and calls Alabama. It sounds like he's maybe made a few calls to Alabama already. Yeah. I don't know what he's thinking, calling a coach's office on a Sunday. They're definitely not going to be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. Yeah, he's he's coming off as pretty desperate at this point, I'd say, which probably isn't a good look to try and get into Alabama to play football. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, schools are dropping him like crazy. It's not going well for him. 
Street is at the dealership selling cars. I, yeah, I guess dealerships are open on Sunday. I was going to question that as well, but uh, you, yeah, you, I, you, I you can't leave work to go buy a car usually. So right. dealerships. I had, I had wondered that myself if it was supposed to be on Sunday or the next day, but yeah, we'll say it's the same day. Yeah, cause... timeline's fuzzy, but uh, the waitress comes by and Jason, much like Smash, has been calling desperately. A little movie dude one parallel there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently has called 10 times to the waitress with no callback, which, wow. Yeah, like this dude was dating Lila Garrity in high school. Like he should not be this desperate over a <laughs> like a one night situation with this waitress. Things have changed, Anthony. I don't know if yeah. you realize that, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still, regardless, 10 times is a little much. Uh Ladies, if a guy called you ten times in a row and you didn't answer back, uh, yeah, how would you how would you feel about that? Depends on the age in my life. <laughs> so maybe I'm sure I probably called Anthony ten times or something. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, don't blame you for I, that. That's, but. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, I oh gosh, I think it would just really depend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there is a so. situation where that wouldn't be creepy. I was gonna say ten yeah. times. I don't know, three times. I think I'd be out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess it That's depends. Like, like I mean, is sorry, this might be a little superficial, but if it were like I don't know, somebody with a lot of money and a lot of influence, maybe I would answer <laughs> eventually. <laughs> so, yeah. so not Anthony then. That, oh. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but that hair, yeah. that hair though. Yeah, that yeah. That would yeah. that would warrant uh 10 calls for sure. Yes. Yes. Uh yeah. So Street has been calling her like crazy. She hasn't answered. Turns out she's pregnant. Which that's a pretty big bomb to drop on Jason uh because he didn't even think that was possible. Yeah, he straight up says that's impossible. Um and it goes a little bit of a different direction after this. I thought, oh, man, this is going to be messy in the way that it doesn't turn out to be messy. I thought it was going to go yeah. the opposite way. But yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll dig into that shortly. At that point, yeah. <clears throat> it, it gets messy, for sure. Um, all right. So next scene. Uh, enter Peter Berg, King of the Douches. Yes. Uh, we are not Peter Berg fans here on this podcast. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Peter Berg, uh, for those listening at home who have, for some reason, don't know this because we've discussed this uh, in at least in our movie review podcast, but Peter Berg directed the Friday Night Lights movie in 2004. Um, he is a douchebag, <laughs> and he's playing a douchebag. Yeah, I don't think this role was hard for him to get into character, no. right? <laughs> um, I do... So Peter Berg in this role, he's got like his ears are too big to wear a cowboy hat. I think. <laughs> like, it just does not fit his look at all. Shoot, uh, I didn't notice that. But. It did look off, but yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's why. Try. Yeah, I couldn't place it. Yeah, when he's giving the speech at the um, thing, it just. I was like, something. He just does not look right in a cowboy hat. And what, I think were they like smashed down or something? Or no, but they were definitely like touching the brim. Uh huh. <laughs> and they stood out like they really, yeah, were. 
but <laughs> just Peter Berg just couldn't cut it. He wanted to be a cowboy, but couldn't do it. Uh, so in this scene, Tammy and Gracie are out in like shopping, right at like a grocery store. Yeah, that's what and, it seemed like they were mm-hmm. leaving. They were in like the parking lot of a grocery store. Or yeah. Something. And he, they run into Mo. What's his last name? Mo McDonald or something like that. Something, yeah. I yeah, wrote down Mo Peter McWilliams Burke. or something like that. McWilliams. Yeah. McWilliams. Yeah. They run into him. Uh, he politely acknowledges McArnold. Gracie and then quickly moves on. I don't blame him for that. It's like, oh, cute kid you got there anyway. Uh, uh he, he might be a sleazebag real estate agent, but even he can't lie for too long about uh, Gracie <laughs> being cute or anything. Uh, so we go hard on Gracie. I don't know if you guys have been listening, yes. but I go hard on Never. Gracie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it turns out that they were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's laying it on pretty thick, like getting weird. <laughs> Right off the bat. He's really weird in this whole episode. Like for uh, if this was an actual human being and you are still holding on to a high school relationship this hard after what? Like 20 years? More than 20 years? But wait a second though. Uh, Angie's got a relationship from high school that she's been hanging on to. (laughs) If this, if if Bo from Pure High School would call me up right now, I would be gone. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, remember though, that like you guys are always like, Oh, Connie Britton. Oh yeah. She came knocking on my door. I'd make sure to open that up. Like, like, (laughs) she's a beautiful woman. We can all acknowledge that. You guys always talk about how she's so gorgeous. And as a very straight woman, I totally agree. She's very beautiful. <laughs> so, like, do you, are you, I think it's interesting how you're always talking about, like, how she's so beautiful. And then you're like, who is this guy that's saying, why is he still hanging on to this relationship? You raise a good here's, point. I'll here's the difference, that. Angie. Neither of us dated Connie Britton in high school. <laughs> if we did, we would still be hung up on it now. <laughs> I don't know. I just dreamt about Mike a couple nights ago, so. Oh, oh her her high school boyfriend. Yeah, Ooh. that's true. Hey. She did. <clears throat> so I guess, yeah, Lindsay really resonates with the Peter Berg character here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's she's she understands Moe's. Uh, yeah, so not true. Not true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Uh, okay, so awkward, weird conversation. Peter Berg. Let's just call him Peter Berg. Yeah. Uh, Peter Berg is weirdly obsessed with Connie, which yes, Angie, you're right. We kind of get it. But at the same time, she's a married woman. It's 25 years later. Uh, But yeah, he's like in town for some real estate stuff. He makes, did you catch the creepy comment that he made when she said that she was a high school guidance counselor? Yeah. I bet all the boys boys love you. (laughs) I hope not. Come on, man. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yes, <laughs> but inappropriate. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what's going on so far with Connie and Peter. Yeah. At football practice, they're playing dodgeball. I've got a lot of questions about that. <laughs> um, like, they're just having a fun day. I guess maybe they knew that this opponent was 
one to slack off for, but it still feels weird for them to just take a slack day to play dodgeball. But also the fact that Smash isn't allowed to play dodgeball with them. He's like standing on the sidelines <laughs> with the coaches. Yeah, he's suspended, but I got to think the state wouldn't be too mad if uh, he threw a dodgeball at somebody's head. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> but the whole point of the scene was to show Smash being obviously shook by the whole situation, you know, with his suspension and all that. So I felt like there was an explanation at the very beginning of the scene why they were playing dodgeball, but we watched this with the whole family this morning, so it was a little chaotic, so I missed that part. So yeah. I, well, I didn't I write know. anything down either. I don't think so. we heard anything. So Nope. Probably. All right. So next we see Herc and Street at their apartment, uh, <laughs> which is a pig pen that street is cleaning up now because he's going to be a dad. I think was like (laughs) what we were supposed to take from that. Uh, So, but Herc is basically berating street for the pregnancy situation. Yeah. Yeah, Herc is, is, is Herc. He's, Uh you know, being critical of Jason and in the way that he always is. I, I think his, the way that he looks at it is that he thinks he's like bringing him to reality, but really is just kind of being a dick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was not. Yeah. Go ahead, Angie. Oh yeah. I just think he was probably just realizing that like, if, if this is all true and he becomes a dad, then he's going to lose his new friend and his roommate. So he's probably lashing out at him. Like, you know, just, I think he's just afraid he's going to lose his friend. Yeah, that's a that's a very yeah. generous uh, take on Herc, and uh, <laughs> that could be the case. But I mean, Herc's also a pile of trash uh, as far as his view towards other people goes. So, yeah. you know, but he's been could, a good friend to Jason, and he's really yes. helped Jason. Like, I think that if I, you know, were to lose or become paralyzed, I would want somebody like that, you know, to to remind sure. me that life is still worth living, and and to be a little crude at times too, and just be like. Hey. <laughs> We can still get laid. Um, just, you know, I, I, I like du- him. But your yeah. junk isn't fully functional, so, exactly, so I question Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I think he's a good friend. Just He's just a really – he's a diamond in the rough, I think. Anyway, he did so. sell Jason old Bessie that uh, had a bad transmission, though. So yeah. I think that pokes mm-hmm. holes a little bit mm-hmm. in your theory. For but, sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's – yeah. Let's, let's choose to think the best of Herc. I I like that. That's the true inner motivations of what's going on here, (laughs) regardless of how it comes out and is expressed. Yes. Uh, But Street does say, like, kind of as kind of the end-all be-all to the conversation, like, listen, if this kid is mine, it's a miracle that this even happened. So, (laughs) like, that's why I'm, you know pretty worked up about the situation yeah. why it's so important to me yeah i only wrote down three things and i wrote that one down right that, one, that was a heart stabber yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> for your heart for yeah. sure for for our heart as a family like yeah regardless of the circumstances of how this happened if it happened it's pretty incredible and yeah. pretty amazing so because he was yeah. kind of a douche to the girl right was he yeah to the waitress you're gonna have this baby oh yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? yeah well yeah he's not quite okay. there yet I can, yeah. I can yeah. have that. But that yeah. is coming. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So. But I can, can I say really quick that I also, like, when I thought with Jason, when he was talking about, like, it's a miracle that I can have this baby, I kept getting flashbacks of him in Mexico trying to get his feeling back, you know, and the feeling of his leg back. So I think part of his, a part of his thought process must be, like, if I can have kids and the doctors are telling me I can't, then mm-hmm. maybe someday I can walk again or get some function back again. Mm-hmm. So I think sure. that's something he's grasping for personally. So, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like just reaching for any sort of like normalcy yeah. and yeah. progress that he possibly mm-hmm. can. So yeah. while it might be, it might have some outward motivation in how mm-hmm. he's feeling. It's also, yeah, probably like, ah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something on me works. That's good. Like, yeah. Maybe more yeah. stuff will yeah, function. Hey. Yeah. So, yeah, good, good, good insight there. Uh, Riggins. Riggins is over at the church auditioning for a Christian radio sports talk show. He's the best. Riggins? Yeah. Yeah, he's just the best. (laughs) Well. It's the hair. (laughs) Just a man after his lady's heart. Yeah, I mean, it is solely motivated by trying to get closer to Lila and trying to get under creepy youth pastor guy's skin so yeah yeah <laughs> he is yeah. loving it though right like yeah. he is yeah <laughs> and we'll i want to talk about him loving it when we get to him the actual episode yeah. of his show fantastic um, yeah. but uh yeah he's, he's such a, there's really bad adr during this scene did you also notice that adr that, like, what's ADR? yeah like none of what he was saying like his lips were were moving but there was audio <laughs> Oh, I did not notice oh, that. Usually yeah. I do notice things like that, I but I did notice. not notice it. Yeah. Huh. Like pretty much nothing that Riggins says matches up with what his lips are saying uh, for the <laughs> this entire scene. I hope it was like too crude. Like the original <laughs> the original script was too crude for it to like he have, have actually gotten the job. So they had to tone it back a little. Well, it was interesting because the the first shot was like this. So you couldn't see his mouth, but oh, the, yeah. he, it looked like he was just sitting like this. Uh-huh. And but even though he was talking and saying things that would, you know, maybe <laughs> like yeah, get a little arm movement or yeah. something, but he was just, uh, yeah, it, you couldn't see his mouth, but it looked like he was just kind of sitting still <laughs> and not really like saying. And then like you get a shot from outside the studio um, when Pastor Boyfriend is witnessing this happen and he's saying like clearly what he's saying doesn't match up with his huh. uh, lips. So I didn't catch that. Okay. Go back and check that out. Nice. Good. Yeah. Good catch. Good catch. Uh, yeah. So I personally at this point am very much rooting for Tim Riggins to have his own sports talk radio Absolutely. show. <laughs> Absolutely. On a Christian radio station. On a Christian yeah. radio yeah, station. Right. Yes. F- yes. Uh, recorded and broadcast from the church itself. So. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, Lila sees it, kind of questions it. She yeah. says, you know, what's he doing here? Pastor boyfriend is actually very encouraging of the idea. That guy. Uh, he's something yeah. else. Lindsay, so Lindsay is conflicted about Youth Pastor Guy because on a different show. Gilmore Girls. Uh, Oh, I forgot he's on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. He's on The Resident, which is, you know, a doctor show that we love to watch. And he's just the best, sweetest character ever. And so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Lindsay wants to like Youth Pastor Guy. And I mean, he hasn't given too much of a reason at this point Mm -hmm. to like really not like him. Just say he's not Regan's. He's not, well, yeah, he's not Riggins, and 
I don't know. It's a little bit creepy vibes, even though he yeah. hasn't done anything officially creepy yet. So, yeah, there's I mean, he's another teenager vibes. too, isn't he? No, he's a youth pa- like he's a, the youth pastor. He preaches at the church and everything. Oh, okay, that adds a spin. But like yeah. he's like got to be within Lila's age group though. Yeah, like twenty one maybe or something. I mean, he looks, but still being a youth pastor, a pastor and a high schooler. Yeah, that yeah, is a that's that very... is a statutory violation. Uh, if you yeah. are going to, you know, actually yeah. get after it, the, those are power dynamics. Power dynamics. Yes. That's what I was thinking. That make it questionable. Yes. Even though I don't think Lila is Lila still in high school. No. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she is. I think she is. Yeah, because there was a scene. Yeah, because she's with like the 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 local like youth group at the high school. And We've her entire are the same. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they were talking about where are you going to go to school, and she's like, yep. "I'll probably go to Baylor." So, so officially, yeah. youth pastor guy is creepy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to resist himself, though. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. I, I mean, yes, credit, he sticks credit. to his convictions later on. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like he's no, got to be uh, the only way that he can possibly be excused slightly is if he's like some sort of college intern. Right, Weird. and that could be, yeah. yeah. But still, he's be, a creep. Yeah. creep, creep, yeah. creepy youth pastor guy. But he's great on on the other shows. Right. So go okay, check yeah, him out. right, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Absolutely. So while we while we're talking about that, that actually brings up an interesting uh, dynamic that we need to talk about because we kind of got called out on Twitter, rightfully yeah. so. Yes, we did by Reliving the Lights super fan yeah. Riley McKenna Insco, possibly number one Reliving the Lights fan. I if I was going to so. call the race right now, if we we're going to stop the count, I think Riley McKenna <laughs> Insco would be number one. Thank you, one. Riley, for yes. being a super fan. Yeah. Love it. Riley, Riley, we see you. Uh, we appreciate the love. Sorry you're not our favorite because whoever is listening to us in Jamaica is our favorite, <laughs> but you are our favorite domestic fan. Yes. <laughs> um, but Riley said to us, I'll pull up the tweet. She said, um, one thought is, what is the difference between Julie and creepy teacher and Matt and Carlota? Both mm. are predatory and statutory, statutory rapey storylines, but treated very differently. Thoughts. <clears throat> you are not wrong on She's this. She's absolutely right. This is a good point. Yeah. This is one of those areas where I believe like, where I believe that males and females are judged differently in these situations. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit at a loss because, yes, Matt and Carlota is like you're rooting for Matt a little bit in this situation. Am I right? And it's written that way. And. And so, yeah, we're 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 not any better <laughs> for not having caught that ourselves. <laughs> no, I will say, though, uh, I feel like we were pretty against Tim and Hot Mom. Yes. Like we're like, eh, this is weird we were definitely critical of it and that was written in the same vein as matt and carlota yeah so yeah i don't know <clears throat> what do you guys think is there uh is there a double standard here and if is it uh i don't want to say justifiable is it understandable or is this something that probably we need to uh call out evenly on both sides 
I, I thank you again, Riley, for being a super fan. Uh, really grateful for you. And I really appreciate this point. I, I really agree with you in so many ways. I will say this. Um, I, I think these are conversations we need to talk about. And so that's why I'm so grateful we have these platforms to do that in a fun way. Um, but I, I think as somebody who has taught at a university for so long, and granted that's different than high school, it's still I still was a, an educator for very many, for a long time. And so I don't think that they're completely the same. I, I think like as an educator, I mean, I've never taken an oath per se, but it was always understood. My job is solely to educate students. And there was a time when I first started teaching where my age was similar enough to the students where like I could, I could see why there were some teachers <laughs> would, would develop special, you know, <laughs> relationships. <laughs> and we did have a rule saying you're not allowed to have those relationships. And if you do, you need to disclose them. But Carlota, I think is a little bit different in the sense that her job was solely, she was solely hired to take care of Matt's grandma. So mm-hmm. like, I, I don't, like, it's not like she is breaking laws or mm-hmm. I think breaking like an oath per se. There's um, no like power dynamics necessarily yeah. yes, in exactly. the relationship yeah. between Matt yeah. and Carlota. Yeah. And, and, and here's an interesting fact too, is that when, when Anthony and I met, I was still teaching at our university and Anthony was still taking classes. So I'm a little bit older than he is, but when we first met, I did need to ask, Hey, he's not my student, but he is a student. Is that okay? And um, Obviously, it's fine. And it was fine. Mm-hmm. But I, it was still a, a question I had to raise. I wanted to make sure. But like, if I were taking care of Anthony's grandmother, and he and I met, <laughs> I wouldn't have had to ask anybody. Uh, right. So I, yeah. I do think that like, I think Riley brings up a really great point. But I think from like a legal standpoint, um, I, I don't right. think there I mean, I don't know yeah. what the age of consent is in Texas. Mm-hmm. So I'm on technically, it. yeah, <laughs> I'm going to guess it's 16 or younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. 17. 17. Oh, wow. Wow. So she is, Carlota is breaking laws because Matt is a sophomore, right? He's got to be 16. Uh, okay, hold on. Minimum age is four. Okay, here we go. Sorry to interrupt you, Lindsay. Or maybe he, is a, maybe he is a junior in this season. The age of consent in Texas is 17. The minimum age is 14 with an age differential of three years. Thus, those who are at least 14 years of age can legally get with those less than three years older. So that doesn't really apply to the math no. situation. Mm-hmm. Well, it could, I Depends guess. It could if, if, yeah. he's, if he's 16 and Carlota's 19, then maybe. But Which could be she's a nursing student. Yeah. Right. I think. But she's also from Colombia, right? And their educational system, or Guatemala, their their systems are a little bit different. So she could be there a little bit older, a little bit younger. I'm not sure, but um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But Julie is definitely much younger than Tim in these situations. Mm -hmm. There's a much bigger age gap, I would assume, between Julie and creepy teacher and Mm -hmm. Matt and Carlota there's a large difference between Tim and Hot Mom, but I'm pretty sure that, he's, yeah. that Tim at that point was 17. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's behind yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I think he's the same age as, as um, Jason Street. 
Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think so, he's, yeah. 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 What were, what were your thoughts? What were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say pretty much the same thing. In fact, Josh kind of gave me a tip that we would have to talk about this tonight. And I thought about my answer and I thought, I don't know if I want to share it, the risk of not sounding like a feminist. But <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't see anything wrong with it because it is. It's yeah. a power dynamic for a teacher to sleep yeah. with a student. But yeah. For someone to sleep with their, yeah. Yeah. Their mom, their grandma's nanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. Sure. Yeah. These are good conversations. Thank you, yes. Riley. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Riley. I think that's yes. good. And there, I would say they're still in the midst of it. It's still a little bit of a double standard. That mm-hmm. is Absolutely. maybe just like yeah. we can work to justify it, but it definitely is yeah. a conversation. Can I, can I just had. say really quick? So like with, with Carlota being from Guatemala and, and Matt, you know, being, you know, from the United States, my mom arrived in this country when she was 16 met my dad when she was 60 my dad's 10 years older so i think a lot about like that and then they got married when she was 18 so i I think like yeah and so like there's Mm -hmm. no that was very normal back then they view age differently yeah they view age differently but like obviously if my dad had been her teacher obviously there had been a a different story but you know it was so i just anyway yeah love these conversations yeah Good stuff. Yeah, All right, so we figured nothing out, but good conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's head over to the the Taylor household. Speaking of Julie, uh, Coach and Tammy are in the kitchen, and Tammy's letting know Coach that old Mo is back in town. <laughs> yeah, Mo is uh, back in town, and she says, "Coach is kind of like ah, you know, I don't know, if, you know." if I'm excited about that uh, and that you <laughs> ran into him or that you saw him or anything. Yeah. Um, and then Tammy mentions the benefit that he's hosting and that they got invited and coach is pretty apprehensive, but he does say, okay, we can go. And then Tammy kind of brings back like the, we don't have to go if you don't want to, or was that during the dinner? That might've been the second one. Yeah. Okay. But never mind. Yeah. So he's That's apprehensive um, to go to the benefit. Gotta say, I'd be with Coach in this situation. Lindsay? I don't know. I just want to say, this is like my favorite scene in the whole episode. Watching Julie. Yes. I know we hate on Julie, but watching Julie's that, face. Julie yes. Oh, it's just wonderful. I just imagine my our favorites like watching us argue <laughs> yeah. about an ex someday. And how great, how great. It's just really enjoyable. Yes. It was funny. I agree um, with you, Lindsay. No, I'd really yeah. like to meet your exes. So That's right. That's true. You, you legitimately do. You're like... Hoping that we run into some. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. I practice the conversations in my brain sometimes. <laughs> Not so much, you know, after five years of marriage, but <laughs> yeah. someday uh, tell me those, Lindsay. Someday <laughs> tell me what you're gonna say because I'm still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll I'll take Tammy's side. I think that two people who have had a past relationship can still be amicable and normal and make it my one of one of my things that i live by is things are only weird if you make them weird (laughs) you want to support them right i feel like there's a oh i want to support my old friend here i would be fine with going to an event like tammy is asking that's fine if like wanted to get together and hang out well no no even that's fine because it's a group thing but i still would make it clear that i find this weird this is going to be awkward i don't want to do this but it's probably fair it's only i can picture this in our future though like going (laughs) to one of these dinners it's it's only weird if you make it weird josh and you would make it weird i'd probably (laughs) make it weird and that's something that you would that's something that you know about yourself that you (laughs) would make it weird so that's but Anthony, yes. I think we needed to clarify that 
like, yes, you always say it's only weird if you make it weird, but also there's a fine line between being weird and maybe sometimes like not kosher, not appropriate. So I, I think that's important. I think to, to realize an, uh, an outlook that I have, and we've discussed this in our disagreement about it, but <laughs> something that, that I believe is like, I don't care what you did before I met you. Like you didn't know me. You weren't cheating on yeah, me. No, <laughs> no. Yes. That's, that's but I'm like, talking, what we're talking what about did, it's not right now like, hanging out. I don't, why would I take yes. that personally? Like, why would I be weird? You better not be going to dinner yeah. without me. Yes. <laughs> that's not that's right. That's right. right. Yes. And that's, that's fair. But yeah. this is, yeah. this is why I had a problem with, I didn't have a problem with Tammy and Glenn in general, like I thought coach was overreacting, but when Tammy and Glenn went drinking at a bar alone together after staff bowling night or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, Glenn line crossed Tammy, bad decision. You probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be drinking al- yeah, alone right. at a bar with another, with a, yeah, with another man. That's yeah. who clearly girl. Glenn is a desperate creep. Sure. And will take advantage of any situation we can yeah. get. Sure. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I, if you're using Glenn as a sole example of that, then I agree. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think adults are adults. Like, would you trust Mo McArnold with, uh, with Angie? <laughs> Mo McArnold is a different story. That's yes! why. I, so I, I'm, I'm with you on this, okay. but I think, I think with In Glenn, general. I think with Glenn, he's harmless. I, <laughs> even if he's a desperate creep, I think But he's people a- talk, people talk. I don't even like when Josh like goes to get coffee with someone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> frankly, like, who cares? Let him talk. Oh. Uh, you don't live in Northwest Iowa. I was going to say, you're not from Sioux City. <laughs> I lived in, I lived in Platte, South Black. Dakota for 24 years. There was enough rumors going around about me. Uh. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, that I got to that point where straight up, <laughs> <f'em>. <laughs> like, no. let him talk. Oh gosh! But yeah, I understand. It's different when you're parents and and dad. <laughs> so that's. I was just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anthony! No good. Again, good conversations. Good conversation. These yes, are important very good. conversations yes. to have. Not as yes. important as Riley's conversation, but exactly. Right, still, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Please very visit good. with your spouse about so, whether or yeah. not you're allowed yes, to drink exactly. coffee or booze with any anyone else. What we've determined yes. is that Anthony is. Uh, mature enough to be able to talk to anybody and nobody else <laughs> I might have to like go and make a, a gif of Angie's face in that moment <laughs> like oh really yeah. oh gosh yeah For those of you who couldn't see it was I was definitely not agreeing with Anthony on that one. so does your new place have a garage <laughs> it's big enough <laughs> We have a big couch, so Anthony, <laughs> make it nice. Yes, make it nice. Yeah. <clears throat> jokes, jokes on you. Josh and I have had this conversation before. That one thing that's nice about recording the podcast is that I'll feel. Usually, I've had a few, and that I would feel bad coming in and waking you up. So I actually really enjoy like putting on an old WWF pay per view and yeah. falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> <Yes>. So <laughs> I was gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> They call Tammy Coach's prize Guernsey uh, in the process. She really know. liked that, though, and he did, too. Uh, yeah, it was kind of a, a cute moment. But they talk about how how it was basically a competition between Coach and Mo back in the day in high school. And the best man won, Coach won, and Tammy is Coach's prize Guernsey cow. So. Um, 
Sorry, <laughs> we, we got to do one more sidebar because I have to ask you a question. Yeah. This was actually Angie thought about this before I did because I think the timeline is confusing. Uh, Angie, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I'm like Lindsay. I wrote down three things instead of three pages like Anthony did. Um, so uh, my question is that um, Mo, um, during his speech at the hospital, he was saying as a third generation Dylan resident. And I said, Anthony... So if he and Tammy were dating in high school and coach was also there in high school, were they also growing up in Dylan? Because I had gotten the impression that they had recently moved to Dylan, not as returning, but as new Dylan residents. Interesting question. That's a, I, when, when he said that, Mm-hmm. I also perked up at that, but I didn't yeah. really like think about it to that conclusion mm-hmm. that I, yeah, I don't think they yeah. grew up in Dylan. Yeah. Right? I, like, and that would make sense. Maybe that Tammy grew up there, even though it's never mentioned that this is like her hometown or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be weird. Like it seems to be implied in the past that coach is specifically not from Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But when they were drinking at the restaurant, you know, the whiskey, they were talking about some stuff and it seemed like maybe football days. Did they play each other in football? Maybe he was like a rival. Because you know how it is like in Platte in a small town. That's right. Just because you're from Platte, like you probably dated other people from surrounding areas. Maybe that was something like that where. Yeah. I had a girlfriend. You never heard of her. She's she's from Canada. Uh, You don't know her. (laughs) She was a model. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Anthony. Uh, so I guess that's a possible explanation. Yeah. But still I mean, weird because I feel like then it would come up that coach was from like Larrabee or whatever. Yeah. Right. But it's also yeah. never come up that they're high school sweethearts that coach in. Because the storyline makes it sound like that they had oh. to all know each other in high school. Yeah. yeah. They were def- yeah. But they you think that would come yeah. up somewhere that yeah. Tammy and coach were high school sweethearts yeah. and it never well, has. And it's, it's possible yeah. that, well, that coach or that Tammy and Mo were high school sweethearts, and maybe Coach swooped in like when they were going to college. Right? That, right. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Maybe he was Tammy's teacher, or <laughs> which in case it was not appropriate. Yes. creepy coach. Exactly. Jeez. Yeah. Not okay. <laughs> so nice. just thinking about ah, the possibilities. Is, this yeah. is good. I mean, even if it's just Tammy that's from Dylan, I feel like that is kind news to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that definitely adds another layer for sure. I feel but, like they would celebrate them as like, Oh, Dylan's prince right. princess or yeah, exactly. Right. Something like that. And, so, and especially Mo, she was homecoming queen. Yeah. I was just yes. about to say Mo does mention that she was homecoming queen. So. Jeez. I don't know. Here's what happened. Peter Berg wanted, demanded to be in this episode. And so they had to like make up all this backstory <laughs> to fit Peter Berg into the story. And it, just convoluted mm-hmm. all of the canon of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. So once again, Peter Berg being a douche. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. When you get that uh, Brad Leland uh, cameo, we can ask him in those 15 <laughs> minutes. All We need to start recording all these questions. Yeah. I, you've First got question, like, what happened to Waverly? Yeah. Second question. What's <laughs> the deal with coach? Where did he yes. grow up? Dylan residence. You only have like 800 characters to oh. like give what you want them to talk about or whatever. Okay. So it was very hard, even just with that little tiny bit talking to Waverly of okay. trying to like get everything I wanted in there. But so. you still mentioned that Anthony gets a little bit tipsy. That was important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was oh important. God, that was awesome. I also, so I also had to make it sound like it was 
specifically a gift for someone and not a promotion for our podcast because right. that's a different oh. like cost tier oh. if you want to promote something. Like Brad Leland is like 150 bucks for a like yeah. a personal one, but he's three hundred dollars if you want him to promote something. So okay. oh. pulling a buddy Garrity right there. Yeah. So if anyone wants to sponsor that, $150 will give you our Venmo. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. We should yeah. we should crowd we should crowdfund this to yes. get Brad Leland to record yeah. a video for Do a GoFundMe. Yeah. I like it. When this episode airs, maybe we'll uh we'll put some information out there to yes. make yes. that happen. Yes. Okay. Nobody's favorite character, Noel, is coaching up Smash to sell himself to the Alabama. I assume it's an Alabama scout, like in a neighboring town. I had a lot of questions about this, too, because I wrote down, did they drive all the way to Alabama? Right. (laughs) And why are the Alabama practice facilities so tiny? Yes. (laughs) So that was my initial thought, too. Like, well, they must have drove to Alabama. And then I was like. Well, no, that's a long ways. And plus, this looks like a like back lot football field. Yeah. So it must be a scout checking out that quarterback. You right. Know. Mm-hmm. So uh <laughs> so she's kind of talking smash, and I don't remember what leads up to this comment, but she says if he goes out there and does a good job, he's gonna get laid when he comes back <laughs> and smash this. Classic smash for real, <laughs> <laughs> and then the best response. Um, no, I'm PMSing. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tucking that one in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> for real. Uh, so yeah, smash goes to talk to the Alabama scout. The scout is very salty and very cold about the whole situation, mm-hmm. and he shuts smash down hard. Yeah, he's not happy to see smash. He no. basically tells him, you know, you had, I, I know that um, TMU pulled your scholarship. I know blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, you you can try some other schools, but Alabama doesn't play second fiddle to anybody. Yeah. Which fair. They are. Yeah. They're a big deal. So. I just have to say really quick, as somebody like from the daughter of a coach, I was a little like intrigued by that because I feel like with sports, they, the, especially at collegiate levels, they, their, their focus is winning and maybe not so much about community and family. So I was a little surprised that he wouldn't have, I, I get it for the storyline to continue the way it does, but I'm a little surprised. I'd love to hear from like my brother who coached football as well, or my dad, like, don't you think that maybe in real life they would have been like, sure, we can talk about this because you know, I assume you guys have already talked about that this is stupid anyways, that you're pissed about him not being able to do anything because he punched a guy. Yeah, that's completely bogus okay. for sure. Yeah. I, mean, I just want to make sure we need to touch on that. Well, no. he was very I mean, we definitely agree that it was very justified his yes. actions towards but it's yes. but it's races. been it was distorted so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we the understand the colleges. public that we understand yeah. why yes. they Yeah. Yeah. Um I think, you know, they kind of said we found somebody else. Like we got our eyes on this quarterback, and we got this other guy signed who's going to mm-hmm. fit really well with this quarterback. So we don't really even need you anymore. Is yeah, <clears throat> right. Yeah, kind of what they said. But uh, <laughs> Riggins and and uh, Lila talking about the. Hold on. Okay. Before that, we get a short scene on at Dylan High School mm. of Landry and Tyra holding hands through campus. Yes. yes. Uh, we get a shot of Matt 
who's looking <laughs> upset and uh, surprised. Uh, we get a shot of Gene, who is looking very annoyed and, ups- <laughs> and very nerdy. Yes, yeah. by this uh, public display of affection. But yeah, that's that's the whole scene. Just worth mentioning. Yeah, yeah, they're out there now. There's no hiding uh, Tyra and Landry's relationship. And he is flaunting it. He yes. wants to make sure everyone He's sees. He's yes, it. of course. Yep. Uh, so Riggs tells Lila that he got the Christian radio sports talk show. Mm-hmm. And Lila counters with she is going to creepy youth pastors family ranch this weekend to meet the fam. So Riggs won't be able to find her there. Yeah. A little jab at him there. Uh, next we see Saracen and Landry talking about, uh, Landry's relationship with Tyra. Yeah. Uh, Landry's setting up the guitar hero. They're about to play some <laughs> guitar hero. Yes. Very 2008. Like Good that. Days. Good days. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Landry is, so Landry's mom is 20 feet away at most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Landry is going on about Tyra's gifts and abilities in the boudoir. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> A direct Which, word quote, boudoir. Yeah, yeah. boudoir. Mm-hmm. Um, really weird to be having that conversation right there. Saracen very judgingly points out that Landry is definitely not her first, and she has had plenty of practice. So. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why she has some yeah. gifts and abilities. Low blow, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Like unnecessary. Just trying to ruin somebody else's happiness because his ap- his own happiness is currently in ruin. Yeah. I mean, he, he yeah. does bring up Gene and that, like, what happened to Gene? You guys yeah. seem to be doing great or whatever, which I don't know that he's necessarily so concerned about Gene. But Landry was a jerk to Gene, so he's yeah. got a point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Saracen just not supportive of this. And uh, I'm guessing this is what you want to talk about, Angie, when Landry is a classist racist and points gives Matt crap for getting with a hot Mexican nanny. Oh, no, I didn't even catch that Mexican part. Um, so thank you for doing that for me. Um, yes. Yeah, that is very... <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. Where do I begin on that one? But I won't. But um, no, I was, <laughs> I was just. I think I was just still appalled the fact that like you know what is it? Landry's mom is twenty feet away, and they're talking about all of this, and here she is just being a good Christian woman making a dinner for him. I, I don't understand. So <laughs> that's not how you respond to your your son. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. So I did not catch that Mexican nanny thing. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was meant, great. Oh, it was meant yeah. in a very derogatory way. He used yeah. Mexican as a slur, and I feel like purposely called her Mexican, yeah. even though he knew she's yeah, not Mexican. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we won't we won't dig too deep there if you don't want to go there. But it's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> once again, I just want to point out, Landry is a trash bag. No, you yes. mentioned that on an episode a couple couple yeah. back, and I just really hadn't thought about it, but it's true. He is. Yeah, I said it before. He would have if you asked me before this this rewatch. So what? The seventh time I've watched this season. If you would ask me before, I would have said, "Yeah, Landry's one of my favorite characters." Hey, he's at the bottom for yeah. me at this point. He is not a good person. Uh, he's racist. We we now find out he's racist. So. <laughs> 
canceled. We'll Landry, you're canceled. We'll see if he can <laughs> redeem himself over the next uh, yeah. few seasons, but yeah. it's not looking good. So, you know. no. mm-hmm. Jason uh, goes and accosts the waitress <laughs> at yeah. her workplace, like as they're opening. Yeah, it's an ambush. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a very non-work appropriate conversation that Jason mm-hmm. wants to have, uh, urging her to keep the baby. It's a miracle. He might never get another chance, which if I put myself in his situation, I can understand the reaction a little bit. I mean, we've talked a little bit about this already. What are the actual motivations going on? But, you know, if I put myself in a 18, 19 year old 19. kid who's recently mm-hmm. paralyzed, like what the heck? I might be able to have kids like I yeah. totally get that. Yeah. But you know, also if I'm a logical human being with a fully developed frontal lobe, uh, I can also understand Aaron, mm-hmm. the waitress's reaction, yeah, as well for sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's way out of line. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. the time nor place, and yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Get a short scene of Smash, who's speaking with an arena football rep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting conversation. Uh, that he kind of tells him that he can make like $42,000 a year and it's like six month season. Mm-hmm. Did he yeah. say, which yeah. is like, that's not mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, if you want to keep playing football as an right. adult, yeah, that's more than a teacher's yeah. salary. Right. Yeah. right. So, and he does say, if you become a star, you can make double or even triple that. Triple. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so, that's not a bad life, but it's definitely not the NFL dream. Also, uh, he mentions that, uh, God, who was Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner, outdated was, pop culture reference of the yes. week. Yes, <laughs> went from arena football to the to the major leagues. So yes. it could St. happen Louis to Rams. Smash too. Yeah, which I actually thought that Kurt Warner played in the Canadian Football League. So I, I feel like that might be. You might be thinking of Doug Flutie. I, yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Right. We can keep talking, but right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just an interesting little conversation, but uh, doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> so I'm guessing the arena coach guy approached Smash and not the other way around. That's kind of the way it seemed, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Probably got word that he lost his scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh I stand corrected. I looked it up. He played for the Iowa Barnstormers. Oh wow. So but I'm pretty sure he is Canadian. I'm fairly certain I'm not wrong about that. I might have nope. to, now that we I'm wrong. <laughs> he was born in Iowa. I Berlin's in Iowa. I think My you're man. thinking you're thinking Iowa's of Doug Flutie, right man. There. Yeah, he's, he is probably. Actually, it does say that Kurt Warner is in the Arena Football Hall of Fame. So, oh. uh, right up there with Jim Iverson. Uh, oh, yeah. Hall of Fames go. Sioux yeah. Falls has got a pretty solid, like, they're, like, perpetually good. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, storm. They're, they're nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, plug for my family, so. my cousin, or my mom's cousin is one that owns that. So, Oh, oh nice. Owners. Co-owner of the storm. I, you can't always, <laughs> that's not always necessarily a good thing he's for not a owners good guy. of sports no, teams. He is not yeah. a good guy. They're, they're kind of notorious for not being good people. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so that's cool. Sorry, sorry, I revoke that, you know. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Smash is not really interested in the arena football idea. Uh, over at uh, the fundraiser, the hospital fundraiser, Coach and Tammy did show up to Moe's little shindig. Mm-hmm. Moe's yeah, still tensions, a douche. Tensions are weird <laughs> with Moe. Uh, is this where, yeah, Moe cracks a joke where he says something along the lines of like, 
he like puts his arm around Tammy and says like, oh, like, oh, something about stole something away from me or I don't remember. Or yes, looks something looks good, but doesn't look it didn't doesn't look as good as this would have looked or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I in my notes I have Mo is a real douche. Then I added creepy ass douche. <laughs> then I added, he's being very creepy with Tammy and very condescending with Coach. Yes. So he's just, yeah, laying it on real. Is this when he punches his cheek? Because oh, like, yeah. oh boy. He, like, yeah. like gave Coach like a little pal. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Chain, you know? Yep. Old buddy, old pal. Which, ugh. yeah. Yeah. Not so, cool. yes, tensions are flaring. Yeah, he also makes the decision that he's going to stick around Dylan for a few days and he, he thinks he's going to go to the game on Friday. Yeah. To which Tammy says, oh, you can sit with me. And Bo is like, yeah, I'll sit with Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's coaching. something you would do, Anthony. You would offer a seat next to your ex and I'd be like, coach. Oh, I like, thought you were uh, saying what? that I would do the Mo thing. Honestly, I could see myself doing either of those things. So. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair if you want to get out, you know, right now is the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, is, is so is Tammy doing this to like piss coach off or is she just not really like I think unaware? she's oblivious. She's oblivious. Yeah. I think she's oblivious. Yeah. But can I say this? I, I do want to, I'm glad you asked that. I'll say really quick. I think she is oblivious, but I think subconsciously there's a part of her, especially coming back from other seasons where she was so neglected. I'm saying, you know, oh, neglected yeah. in quotes because of, you know, coach going back and forth, flying and all that stuff and dedicating so much time to football and then getting pregnant. I think she felt a little, there's a subconscious part of her that's like, Oh, here's somebody who remembers me and for what I am. And I think I think there's a little part of her that's kind of enjoying this. But I think most of part she's oblivious. Yeah, it probably feels all right to have a couple dudes uh, yeah. sparring over you a little oh, bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get uh, a short scene at Applebee's. Oh, yeah, <laughs> very blatant product placement. The yeah. scene literally starts with a close-up of the sign yeah. at Applebee's. A very outdated sign of Applebee's. I can't yeah. remember that sign of Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. This was 2008. Where this is actually over a decade ago. So you got to keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Street tells Coach uh, over some a quesadilla burger, maybe a sizzling <sighs> fajita. <laughs> Uh, no, it was like sizzling apple pie or something. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. One of those. Um, that about the pregnancy, coach basically tells Street, "Hey, you know, I've I've had a few people come to me with this concern. Usually, uh, it's about the other, uh, right, the other way that people don't want to they want to get rid of it. But yeah, um, he says it's you know I I can't give you any answers. You know, he kind of does a how old are you? Nineteen. How old is she? She's 19. Uh, you know, kind of has that conversation. Uh, but tells him, you know, I, I can't give you any answers. You got to make this decision on your own. Uh, so, yeah. it's a classic coach moment. Maybe the the line of the episode here. I know Lindsay laughed out loud at it. Uh, Not even laugh. Like, I, I did a little fist pump. <laughs> right? Like, every man should just admit to this line. Said. Tell you what, son, everything I know about women, you can stick in this damn coffee cup here. <laughs> yep. Yep. Great yes. coach line. Yeah. That's good. So we get our, our next scene of Riggs uh, broadcasting. Yes, He's on the air Riggs with show. his coach short. Yeah, the coach, or the sports show. 
Uh, the women are loving it. They're, he's getting yeah. tons of lady callers. <laughs> yep. He's got a lot of girls calling in wedding dates. Um, he gets one call that I asked about smash and his situation and Riggins in a rare move defend, mm-hmm. not only defend smash. Yeah. But basically says if I was in the same situation, I probably would have done worse. Yeah. Amen. Riggs. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the guy says, so you say it's okay to hit people? And Riggs says, sometimes, yeah. And we get a shot to Pastor Boyfriend and the producer, I'm guessing, of the yeah. show. And the producer of the show looks really concerned. And I thought this was yeah. going to go in a different direction <laughs> because of how concerned yeah. he yeah. looks. But apparently he doesn't care. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I really thought that like Tim lost the show over that comment. Me too. Yes, yeah. I did too. Nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, nothing happened. Maybe it comes up later. I don't know. But, I must like, have been so excited about saying it. I didn't notice it, the maybe, reaction. Maybe in episode 16 it was supposed to go somewhere, but... Right. Man, that's probably the biggest shame of season two getting cut <laughs> yeah. off is that we don't get more of Tim Riggs' talk show. Yeah, if we could have <laughs> gotten more of the Riggs show, I would be very, very happy, but... Yeah, alas. Yeah. Uh, but we we literally did, or Lindsay literally did when he said, "Sometimes it's okay to punch people." <laughs> like, You're dang right, it is. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, especially yep. in these situations that yeah. that are being yeah. referenced. So, yeah. uh, youth pastor uh, after the show tells Tim, "Yeah, he knows what he's doing. You're trying to get under my skin. You're trying to get close to Lila. It's not going to work." Mm-hmm. So lays that out there we got more man-to-man love triangle tension yeah. going on they have a pretty passive aggressive situation tim basically tells him if i wasn't getting under your skin you wouldn't be saying this <laughs> so yeah very passive aggressive conversation yeah uh very brief conversation uh in the next scene between coach and smash coach wants to take smash to whitmore uh whitmore still is offering a scholarship mm-hmm. yeah so the fake historically bl- black college, mm-hmm. uh, which we've established, not a real place, but uh, they're still interested. Smash still very resistant to the idea of going to Whitmore, still turning his nose up at the idea. But coach points out, hey, this is one of the only coaches that are coach points out, hey, this is one of the only teams that's standing behind you at this point. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe go there, get a couple of good years in. Then if you're doing well, you transfer to a big school and you make the draft from there. Which, yeah. Or who knows? Mm-hmm. You could be the first person drafted in the last 10 years. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. There. So. so coach being very reasonable here, I think yes. Smash definitely mm-hmm. uh, should be listening to coach's advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get some football here. Yeah, it's game time. Yep, and the Panthers are kicking butt, which is, yeah, like you said earlier, probably why they were playing dodgeball mm-hmm. earlier yeah. in the week instead of practicing. Uh, but Mo Moe's in the stands. He's yeah. giving little waves to Raising coach, ba- thumbs ups. Yeah. Baby Gracie. Yeah, yeah. he's holding yeah, baby like, Gracie. Like, hey, but I got her. He's got the, yeah. the little alien in her space suit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Well, she's so ugly. She, she's not a very nice looking baby. She is not. But oh my gosh. Uh, she's probably like, I bet if I looked her up right now. Good luck. Can't find her. Good I've looking. tried. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> we want to know. These are the questions. That movie Dude 1. Believe me, I've literally spent <laughs> an hour looking for Movie Dude 1. Uh, baby Gracie cannot find her. Find her. Oh, she God. has a name that's very similar to a popular YouTuber. So that. 
that oh. also makes it extra hard because when you switch okay. for her, she's the YouTuber. Yeah, maybe she's not. Could, yeah. Okay, she's not. Doesn't work. Um, <sighs> the Panthers are up forty-five to zero. Uh, the opposing team gets the ball at like the four or five, pretty close to the end zone. Coach decides to have a little mercy. He opens up the defense. Yeah. Uh, wild enough to get for a semi to get semi to get through yeah. as uh, the announcers say <clears throat> but let's not forget before this coach puts in his his second team offense, oh right yep and Landry uh Landry scores a touchdown but I I wanted to point out that coach puts in his second team offense but Matt Saracen is still playing so you put everyone, you yeah. take everyone out with the star quarterback, which makes well, no the, sense. And but, the, when they're on defense, Santiago is still in too. Yeah, uh, but Matt Saracen being in allowed him to specifically call a play for Landry to get a touchdown yep. to impress Tyra. He says yep, in he the does, huddle, yep. something like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you want to have a big play or something like that. Yeah. So, um, but yes, they. Take care of it. Coach gives him a mercy touchdown at the end, which Mo is pissed off about. Yeah, he can't believe it. Could have had the shutout. Could have had the shutout. What a douche. Yeah. So he he even makes a comment after the game. Uh, you you really lost the shutout there, Coach. <sighs> Something like that. Good win, but you lost the shutout. So what a dummy. Yeah. Uh, so Smash is at his tryout with Whitmore. He's talking to Coach Deke, who. Coach Taylor has spoken very highly of Coach Deke for six years. Yeah. And apparently, what, you know, Coach Deke brings up the fact that they've actually been watching Smash and have believed in him since seventh grade before he was on anybody else's radar. Thought he was the total package. Total package, even back then. And in fact, when Coach Taylor was thinking about taking the job at Dillon, Coach Deke said that Smash Williams is... Make you a star. Will make you a star. So uh, Smash's ego is very much stoked by all of this, and he makes another hasty verbal commitment to... Yes, but as an emotional human being, I just, again, loved this scene. Yes, it was very good. person who has loved him, and why not make the verbal agreement? (laughs) I I mean, I understand. I understand. It's what he needed. And it was a very touching scene. Yes. But when you take into into account the fact that Smash has gotten himself in major trouble by... Like it's true, but you're just committing on to Smash Alabama all the time. <laughs> yeah. This is my job. I have to. Uh, he like half commits to Alabama with uh, Chip Gitzerazzi, and then Gitzerazzi. later gives his verbal commitment to TMU in the diner, uh, where the <laughs> TMU rep found him somehow. Yeah, commits on the spot to TMU, and then. Now he's just yeah, but this is like his Jesus and the fish moment, right? It's the redeeming yeah. verbal commitment. Yes, of, this is what he really needed someone to believe in him. I agree, Lindsay. Thank I you. agree with you. Yeah, my tears unite. in my eyes. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was it was a W that Smash needed for sure. Yes, yes, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't come back to bite him in the butt making a hasty decision. But it was good. And Mama Smash. Oh, Mama's very happy. I know. Yeah. So, Sweetheart. it's good. While yes. they're at Whitmore, uh, Coach gets a call from Tammy, who lets him know that uh, Mo has invited them to dinner. Yeah. Get some barbecue <laughs> with Mo. Yeah. Well, they were going to go Italian. to the fancy oh, yeah, Italian right. restaurant, which that's I think they right. do end up going to. But Mo yeah. or yeah. Coach says, 
let's get barbecue. If I gotta spend it with Mo, I want barbecue. But <laughs> that's fair. It seemed like they yeah. could go to the Italian restaurant. Yeah, but. they did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lila is hanging out with the youth pastor family at the ranch, and yeah. boy, they are extremely white and <laughs> seem yeah. to be very rich and very evangelical, and just yes. your yeah. your classic and, uh, rich white um, yeah. family. Yeah, that's yes. a a hundred percent voted for Trump household. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, and he apparently has like three or four sisters as well, yeah. which. Side note, that's his same character in Gilmore Girls, basically. Rich white family. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's got yeah. the look. Yeah, he definitely does. Yeah. At least one of his sisters stormed the Capitol on January yeah. 6th. <laughs> Yikes. Probably, though. Yeah. It's the logical. Um, would you get development. the only music cue of the episode that yep. I noticed that Angie actually shazammed? Mm-hmm. Got a little uh, Patsy Cline. Yes. Uh, back in baby's arms or something like that. Yeah. yeah back in definitely baby's didn't arms, need so. to shazam for the title because it was basically right, the, yeah. her yes, just singing back in baby's arms over and over. But yeah. speaking yeah. of Patsy Cline, real quick, you've got a great, who's that, Loretta Lynn? Yeah, Loretta Lynn. Yeah. I'm not going to mention Anthony's shirt. Yeah. I feel like that is a staple part of the episode. Yeah, we usually do. Yes. Uh, that's a heck of a, sh- heck of a shirt. The yeah. tour shirt on the back. I yep. like it. But. Yeah. Bought it from my, my buddy uh, who does the, the thrift, thrift, thrift yeah. stuff. Yeah. Vintage yep. 605. Yeah. Check them out. Yep. You don't have yeah. to be in Six, South 605 Dakota. Vintage. 605 Anthony, Vintage. Just a side note. Yeah, 605 Vintage. Our good friend Trevor. Awesome guy. Um, I will say this. That's a woman I don't mind you having a dinner with is Loretta Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start making a list, Anthony. That's right. <laughs> Very old. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. So here we go. Coach and yeah. Tammy are on their date with Mo. It is very tense. Yes. Tammy begins to sense like, oh, this is going south. Okay, we need to get out of here. For the Uh, first time all episode, Tammy realizes. Finally. Oh. Kind of. I don't know, but I think I'm kind of with Angie here. Subconsciously, I think she wants it. I kind of, I don't know, is it bad if I admit I kind of, oh, I see this way. Yes. (laughs) I can see yeah. myself getting very worked up in this situation. So, uh, <laughs> yes, she, I, I thought she was genuinely trying to bail on the situation, but maybe not. But basically coach and Mo get into a pissing contest and yeah. it very quickly takes the form of a drinking contest. Yes. Uh, bring out a bottle of whiskey. And yeah. now not only is there tension, but there's going to be some alcohol uh, infused tension. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yikes. The best. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. A modern day duel. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, to break this up, excuse me. Uh, to break this up, we do get a short scene uh, with Lila and Pastor Boyfriend. They uh, are. Oh, sorry. I my very uh, poorly handwritten notes here. <laughs> they are talking in a bedroom. Uh, they're apparently alone at the ranch now. I don't yeah. know if they're in like their own cabin or if everybody yeah. just left except for them or what. Which would honestly, my questions only get further in a bit because they start making out, things start getting hot and heavy, clothes start coming off, and yeah. pastor boyfriend cuts things off. Basically says like, I don't want to ruin this. I really like you, mm-hmm. and he leaves. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm not sure where he's going by himself. I just I just took it as they were alone in that 
room. May I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense. But I mean, he could have just gone to his own room. Right. Right. You that, know. That, that's whatever. the only. Yeah. Is this but like they, their main house, or is this like a? Because it's at the ranch. Is like right. the ranch a separate like vacation but place or what? the conversation that they had? They were like, "Oh, so we're pretty much alone now." And I think if they were in that that room, they would know that without having to ask that question. So <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, basically. Uh, youth pastor bails on the situation, sticks to his convictions, gives himself a case of blue balls, and <laughs> Lila is pretty disappointed by this. Yeah. She was she was ready to go. Yeah. yeah, she's she's looking very disappointed. I just have to say really quick, all I could think of, especially referencing that time frame, was because especially growing up in my smaller town of South Dakota, of Pierre, South Dakota, it was very popular at the time to have a true love weights ring. So I kept waiting for like that to pop up somewhere or something like that. So I don't know if those were popular in Platt, like they were in Pierre. I've never heard of that before. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. True love weights ring. Maybe because I was never given one, but (laughs) you have to buy them. But I mean, you know, Oh, yeah. I had one and gave it to Josh at our engagement. At our engagement? Oh. Probably. But yes, I've studied the purity culture and how toxic it was in the time yeah. since and yeah. highly regret was- ever wearing it or ever giving it to my husband. <laughs> yeah. Jonas Brothers also had them and um, had to take them off, of course. So, <laughs> Yes, but they were very popular with that, too. So anyway. Yeah. Popular Sorry. and toxic. Yes, there's, uh, exactly. There's a, radio, there's a Radiohead song called True Love Waits, and that's the only time I've ever heard that break <laughs> in my life. So I'm sure that's what they're singing about. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so Mo and Coach, now, they're drinking hard. They're yeah. arguing hard. Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of accusations flying. Mo is accusing Coach of stealing Tammy. Uh, Coach is accusing Mo of being a liar. Uh, it's all like funny. Yeah, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's like under the surface a little bit, but not. You know what I right, mean? Yeah. Like they're kind of trying to still be nice, but they're yeah. being very pointed mm-hmm. with their they've, conversation. Yeah. They've downed about three quarters of the bottle between the two of them. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, and then there's some weird red light, green light thing that they have between them that I didn't yeah. understand. But basically, I if I missed that or no, I, yeah. it wasn't. Ex- I just don't I think, think it was, was fully meant to explained. be. Inside. I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but basically that cues them. And it explodes into a huge drunken brawl in this nice Italian restaurant. And Tammy just leaves. She's like, all right, mm-hmm. see ya. Yeah. I'm out. See you at home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we do see Coach the next morning. And he is beat up and very hungover. Yes. Uh, I don't know how he made it home without spending a night in jail. but <laughs> Right. Yeah. I guess nobody was pressing charges. Um, yeah. I, I can't imagine that restaurant not pressing charges. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Apparently it's legal to just go to the fanciest restaurant in town and just brawl, <laughs> break stuff. This is Coach yeah. Taylor we're talking about. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. Yeah, Mo, Mo probably spent the night in jail. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we don't see Mo again at this point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is very hungover. Julie is not impressed that he doesn't have to go to church, but she does. Uh, Tammy is not impressed by his behavior or the fact that he's so hungover. And so she kind of makes it a point to make sure to aggravate that uh, headache that he's got. So Smash is crying in his room. He's very sad. Sad Smash. 
sitting alone. Uh Mama comes in, Mama Smash. They have a nice talk. Uh, She just lets him know that she's extremely proud of him. You know, he does have a, still have a full ride uh, scholarship to college, which is a big deal for anyone. And especially for their family, it's a big deal. She says, you know, she's very proud of him and that she makes it very clear that she's trusting that this is God's plan. It's God's plan in all this and that he, you know, does things for a reason. So a pretty nice touching uh, conversation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she made fried chicken in his favorite dessert. We don't know what his favorite dessert is, but he knows and he's he's excited. He was very happy. Um, (laughs) This... Uh, I just want to point out there was a scene before that that we need to talk about that I thought was very important. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's definitely hit that. Uh, Tim's at church. <laughs> Tim's at church. He's talking to Lila. Tim has charmed every single person yeah, in the church. So <laughs> he is now the most popular congregant of yeah. the t- entire church. Yeah. Mrs. McGowan, how are you doing? <laughs> he gives her a big hug. There is a man with the most wrinkled face I've ever seen oh, in my life. Yes. Look like a cracked heel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked like a, a white Danny Trejo. Like, oh, yes. So much detail. Yeah. So many crevices yeah. in his face. It was unreal. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's loving Tim there. Yeah. Uh, but Tim does say, Lila, I think, asked him, like, why are you here, Tim? Tim says that. He'll be there, like, for the rest of the time if that's what it takes, yeah. basically. He's there to to win Lila back. Yep. I can't help it. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> we love Tim. It's the hair. Yep. I, lo- I just love the underdog. <laughs> yes. Wow. All right. I would call Tim Riggins a lot of things an underdog. I don't think is one of the terms I would use. I was gonna. Him, I was gonna ask. Do we consider Tim an underdog? Yes. Uh, it, so From a poor, underprivileged family, alcoholic yes. father, yes, no that's show fair. mom. That's true. Yes. I was gonna true. say yes, absolutely. He's an underdog yeah. in a lot of ways, but in high school culture. And in, yeah. in the culture of Dylan High, through he's and through. not an underdog. Right, yeah. but that's like the, the hidden yeah. message. The popular yes. person's always got all yep. at home, all yeah. the junk yep. at home. Landry's wow, the underdog to... at school. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. I get to not... censor my own wife on the Sorry. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay swore. I tried to correct <laughs> myself. <laughs> I like Leave it. Leave it. It's fun. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can definitely. Tim has a lot uh, up against him in yeah, life. Yeah, life sure. is stacked yeah. against him. Yep, 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 yep. All right, our last scene is uh, Jason having a more appropriate conversation, at least in time and place, with yes. the waitress about the baby situation. And he is hitting all of the pro-life talking points, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Urging her not to make a rash decision. Yep. Aaron... Meanwhile, goes really hard at Britney Spears. Yeah, uh, weirdly. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> this is 2008. Well, not only does she go really hard on Britney Spears, but she makes a comment about like, or our kid could turn out like Britney Spears, or like have with like, a learning special, disorder, with yeah. a learning disorder or something. And screw you, Aaron. Yeah, and <laughs> well, not only screw Aaron. Freaking Street is like, I won't let that happen. You don't have <laughs> right. a choice. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even catch Street's reaction because yeah, I was, was so blown back yeah, by that was, Aaron yeah. A trashing Britney Spears, B being extremely yeah. ableist. <laughs> yeah, like, geez, yeah. Louise, uh, 
gonna go ahead and cancel Aaron now. Yeah, um, Aaron's canceled. Sorry, sure. uh, not sorry. Um, but yeah, Jason. I mean, yes, hits all the pro life talking points, but definitely puts out like this is this is why I think we should keep this baby. I promise to always be there uh, and help you out with whatever you need, stuff like that. Um, basically, and just urges her not to make a rash decision. I don't really note how the conversation ends. Yeah. Well, let me just say, as an adoptive mama here, like, yes. this was a good conversation. Not because it hit all the pro-life points, but because I believe that in those situations, the only thing you should be saying is showing someone that they're not alone and they have options. Mm. And I feel yeah. like he did that well. So, yes. For sure. Yep. For sure. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like I said, I feel like it was a much more appropriate conversation than the last yeah. time where it was basically yeah. like, Hey, I know you're on the job right now, but listen, this might be my only shot at proving that my yeah. testicles are functional. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't, didn't really write down how the conversation ended. Uh, any insight into that? How was, yeah, where was Aaron at? I think they're moving forward with it. It sounded like that's the impression I got. Like she was a lot more, okay, think, this is a better yeah, conversation. It seemed like she was right. more willing to give it a shot. I don't uh-huh. think she had made a decision. But yeah. And surprised even that, oh, you yeah. will? be there yeah sure yeah yep good so that's the end of the episode uh i don't yeah like i said not really worthy of being a finale but has some elements of a finale i feel Mm -hmm. like we've got some cliffhangers a little bit yeah what's gonna happen with the baby uh smash what's gonna happen with smash which we kind of had a little bit of resolution on but not fully Mm -hmm. uh we we are hungry for more of the tim riggins talk show Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's where we're going to have to leave it for Not hungry two. for more of Tyra yeah. and Landry's relationship. I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Kind of gross. Kind of gross. Boudoir. Yeah, don't, don't say no boudoir. boudoir. Don't. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's a quote from Landry, so I'm just quoting the show. <laughs> so, I, I yeah. think uh, because our babysitter, uh, our time with the to. babysitter is running out, I think we're going to have to call it call it a night here with the ladies yeah um but Lindsay and angie what a privilege yeah it was our privilege uh thank uh, you do yeah. either of you have anything that you want to plug angie you want to plug your store not not i mean i'll like oh god maybe another we can time. do it we can do it for yeah. you at the end of the episode thank yeah. you thank you so much um that'll be less I, awkward Sometime I do want to talk about um, the PTSD I've had of growing up in a very sports-controlled family in the Midwest because I can really relate to this, story, this oh, show. I think it'd be a great perspective bringing in. We Thank talked you. about yeah. that, like asking yeah. other people. I've told them, watch yeah. the show, and yeah. they have said that. You know what? Yeah. It's too real for me. It's too real. Yeah. yeah. And how I don't hate Julie T- Julie Taylor. I Yet. really I think Yet. I yep. So I just I just want to put my opinion out there. So you you got some glimpses though. You there have been moments. I've been through enough counseling to feel like I I understand where they're coming (laughs) from. So I do want to talk about that at some point. You can have a little more grace and mercy for a fourteen year old girl. Exactly, because I've been there. Fair enough. Yeah. So no, but I think maybe it should be like we talk on every finale. This is too. I was thinking this is wasn't yeah, as scary as nice. I thought it would be. Yeah, let's, oh, let's I was, Yeah, I like it. Maybe well, we'll, we'll see how many people listen to this episode and then yeah. continue to listen <laughs> continue? after, and then oh. we'll decide. Boy, like, Lindsay and Andrew have their own show. Well, yeah, I don't that's know. right. 
I don't know about every finale. I like the idea of a different guest for each finale. Like we had Chase for the season one finale. You guys. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, So like, but we could absolutely have you on again for another, like maybe a premiere. I think once every season. We got to start mixing it up a little more too. Yeah, Yeah. I I think so too. For sure. I want you guys to interview my dad sometime. (laughs) A coach perspective. So yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. All right. So we will be back. Uh, with without the ladies, but we we will be back uh, in a little bit, and we will get to we'll discuss our characters a little more and get to our awards for the week. Okay, so we're back. Uh, as it turns out, we were able to to get the ladies back on. We I could tell that there was some disappointment going on. Uh, with with having their time cut short, I could see it in their eyes. Uh, so we put the kids. We went home, relieved the mother in law. Uh, got the kids to bed. Hopefully, they stay that way. We might have to take a little break at some point if there's a child crying. But you at you'll, home, you'll be none the wiser. You'll be none the wiser. Uh, if there's a difference in audio quality and sound, it is because we are now recording on a completely different microphone here in the Kuipers household. So, uh, but other than that, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna keep you guys on board. Uh, we wanted to have a little bro time, you know, tonight, but we it's all right. We'll let you in on it. Yeah, we'll 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 get our bro time down the road. I yeah. guess <laughs> we've only had two in, two entire yeah. seasons of it. Yeah. So, far, so. Oh yeah. All right, uh, man. Let's let's leave it up to the ladies here because this is usually one of the harder questions of the 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 podcast. Who do you want to talk about? What which characters do you want to dig into? Oh gosh, there's like they're all they've all got interesting stories to tell. Um, I was really sad not to see Buddy Garrity in this one. Yeah, uh, he was in like a wide like, crowd shot, and that was it. Yeah, I. Oh, was he? What? Where uh, was that? During the football game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So nobody bummer can't talk yeah. about him. Um, I'll, I'll tell you just yeah, really quick. Uh, I'm sad about Buddy not being there. Um, Julie, I really want to get in to depths about her um because i just every time you guys talk about how much you hate her i'm always like ah oh, but for the psychological point of view let me tell you about that uh, like oh yeah there's um i really cried with smash's story at the end i really felt with that one um and just uh yeah i mean God, they're all really interesting but i mean we gotta love riggins he's great you know uh at the church Loving on the older ladies, um, cracked face guy. <laughs> As Regan's uh, does. So, yeah. So I think, you know. Well, there wasn't a ton of Julie, uh, mm-hmm. but let's talk about her because yeah. I think we, I think now would be a good time to get into it uh, a little more in depth on yeah. your, your take on Julie. I'm, I don't know how Lindsay feels if she is uh, uh, having seen the whole series if she's as much of a Julie hater as we are, or if she's more on your side, Angie. So Angie, why don't you tell us first? Yeah. How you feel okay. about Julie? Um, yeah. We, well, I'll say got, up yeah. to this point. Yes. Okay. Because yes. I, I have not seen anything. I'm literally watching it as we go. I, I don't know. So I'm just telling you from this standpoint. Um, yes. I feel for Julie just because uh, growing up in a household of sports legends and then me being the, the person who, um, uh made that incomplete uh so Could have i really been a good feel golfer. for her 
I could have been a good golfer. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I really, fe- I really identify with her as being the daughter of a, you know, of a important coach, uh, and, uh, you know, just a strong sports family and just feeling frustrated because like there's that in the beginning where, you know, she's in dance class and I'm like, and, you know, and then, uh, her mom is talking about like making sure coach goes to her dance recital. And he's like, Oh, and I'm just like, I remember that growing up, like being in dance class and dad, not wanting to go. Oh, and having to go to all the sports games. So I understand where her frustration comes from. And then, you know, growing into her hormonal years and wanting to discover (laughs) more and then her parents not understanding. And then here comes this new baby where all the attention is going to that. So I understand psychologically why she's lashing out and why she acts the way she does, because I can, I see myself in that. So up till this point. So that's all I know, Julie. So That's why I always feel bad when you guys hate on her because I'm just like, but that was me. That was me growing up. So Were you far. So dating far. elderly lifeguards. <laughs> Greasy, well, sweaty, never, <laughs> nasty, sweet. I was never lifeguards. dating. <laughs> I think I think the the dating pool in your guys' hometown was probably about as good as the dating pool in my hometown. So no, I was not dating uh exotically named lifeguards. <laughs> So that were several years older than you in a creeper situation. Was he really that much older? I don't know. I mean, he was but over 21. Didn't we like determine that? Yeah. Cause he was playing the bar band gig. So okay. Julie's mm-hmm. like a freshman or sophomore in high school. Not yeah. Right. You guys like think that's awesome. That right. That Landry was Landry and uh, what Matt are getting it on with other different women. So I'm just saying, <laughs> Hey, are you, I, I'm are, just saying, are, up to this point, I'm I I don't hate Julie Taylor. Are you trying to bring the double standard conversation back around here? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I think, we already got into that pretty yeah. thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Riley would would uh, would understand me. So fair enough, to Riley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lindsay, what are your thoughts on Julie? Do you understand the hateometer or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to be careful not to give anything away. No spoilers. But I would say my biggest concern with Julie is that I really love Matt Saracen. And if you love uh, Matt Saracen, I don't feel like you can love Julie. That's Fair a good point. point. Yeah. Fair point. She's pretty, pretty rough on him. Yeah. He is a artistic type, you know, drawing pictures yeah. and listening to Bob Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty sensitive. Very fair point. Fair point, Lindsay. Well, as far as Julie goes for this this episode, she was pretty funny. That was about I it. Like it was Julie. just that yeah. one episode. Yeah. That one little oh. scene. But we'll get into that more uh yeah. later when we give her an official hatometer rating. But <laughs> Good. uh let's see. Let's talk about let's talk about rigs. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that rigs. I love the rigs. Hey. Yep. He he is our Connie Britton to you guys. So yeah, <laughs> that's fair. He's right? frankly he's kind of our Connie Britton. I mean, well, I was gonna say we're considering watching Battleship just for the yeah. fact that Taylor Kitsch is in it, but that's not true because Rihanna's in it. So yeah. that's partially well, why. The the last time that we recorded, I passed out watching Battleship uh, on the couch. <laughs> I I don't remember. Like I must have fallen asleep during the opening credits. So. <laughs> oh god! But I did put it on. Like it's still on my HBO now or HBO Max watch list. 
has like completed, but I didn't. <laughs> so, I didn't watch oh, it ran all the way through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Riggs in this episode, he is just trying to trying to win Lila over, win her back, uh, going to great lengths, um, showing up to church, schmoozing with the elder ladies. Uh, I know yeah. it's kind of self-seeking, but I don't know. He's just kind of endearing, isn't he? He's really good at that podcast. He's really good at talking to the old ladies. And <laughs> I don't know if it's endearing, but it's funny. Okay, I, I think so. it's endearing. Yeah. <laughs> it's charming. It's charming. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. We're never going to be too hard on Riggins for no. sure. So yeah, uh, good stuff from Riggins this episode. Uh, we got... Talk to me about Landry. The male perspective of Landry and his flaunting. Yes. Well, yes. we've talked... We've talked... Well, yeah, if we want to talk about flaunting. But we've talked pretty extensively on recent episodes just on how Landry does not uh, treat women well at all. He has, like, zero respect for them. And so he's kind of a jerk, kind of a douche. Uh, how did they... What brought them back together here? I don't remember them. Was it well because they had the the Gitsiratsu boys were yeah. backing on her, and yep. then um, Chip threw up, and Tyra realized that she liked Landry. But there's but there's Landry would like rejected thing, yeah. her. Yeah. at the at the dance because yeah. Tyra admitted she's like, yeah, I've never felt this way about. Uh, any other mm-hmm. guys before, but then Land- I just need some time to figure it out. Right. And then, but Landry's like, no, you're having our time. <laughs> and he walks out. Yes. That's finally what did it. What? Tyra has a record of choosing people that don't want yeah. her. I know, but La- Tyra wasn't the problem. Yeah. Landry was the one holding it up. So I don't remember what actually happened, but anyway, they're, they're back, back together. Into oh, oh yeah, because Gene. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because in the last episode, all right, we might have to cut some of this out because this is kind of embarrassing. That was like five episodes ago that the Gitsu Nazi no. thing happened. Yeah. So yeah. So this last episode was yeah. Uh, Gene and Landry were gonna watch the Mystery Science Theater two thousand short films. Uh, so they were that was still a thing last episode. Landry's telling hungover Matt about Gene. Smash comes over. Matt's a dick to him. Landry's worried about becoming. Oh yeah. Uh, I kind of think Jean looks like Landry's younger sister. Like they could be siblings. <laughs> Gross. Like right. Like I mean, with the yeah. with the like, you know, the very like white blonde hair. Um, <laughs> there was a little bit of a a, a resemblance there to me. Oh yeah. What? The, oh, here it is. Landry called Jean from the diner and decided and broke up with her and then showed up at, at Tyra's door. Yep. That's Gosh, right. Gosh, he's more yep. of a sleazeball than I remember. Yeah, he's a total jerk. Yeah. Yeah. He is. He <sighs> is the worst of us. Like, I think maybe the reason I liked Landry the last time that mm-hmm. I watched this series through, I was watching it and going like, oh, hell yeah. That's what I would do. And in retrospect, I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it was what I probably younger me would have done. Yeah, right. But not. Yeah. Yeah. 
you and I definitely probably resonated with Landry Clark more than we identified with Tim Riggins or yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah, I get that. So yeah, Landry, uh, the, so you want to know more about the flaunting in general yeah. of the, we don't have to. Yeah. Well, he was, that was gross and <laughs> he deserved to get made fun of a little bit by Matt Saracen. Uh, but I don't know. How do we feel? How do we feel about Landry and Tyra? Whole group. Gosh, it's I think hard they're good for really each other. Rooted. Yeah, I really rooted yeah, for I think they're good before. for each Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think, like, I think he is going to, I'm not saying that they're going to be a forever couple, but I think he is going to help her realize that instead of trying to sell her body or use her body for connections, that she's a person of value. And I think um, that Landry doesn't have the talents in the looks department. And so <laughs> I think she is letting him know like, hey, there, there is an attraction there with your personality. And so she's giving him confidence. So I think they're good for each other. Here's what I think. I think Landry is good for Tyra in the same ways that you just said. Yeah. I do not think that Tyra is good for Landry. Because mm-hmm. Landry will spend, like like you said, they're not a forever couple. And Landry will mm-hmm. theoretically spend the rest of his life being a miserable, <laughs> ugly dude. <laughs> who is... Will never uh, get as good as Tyrant. Exactly. Who yeah. he will turn into the, like, living in the glory days. <laughs> <laughs> well, in real life, I mean, Jesse Plemons is killing it uh, career-wise. However, yeah. he has not gotten any better looking. Over no. the years, he's, no. he's not. He did not. Yeah, he he has not aged well. <laughs> so I think that confirms your your theory. That being said, all apologies to Jesse Plemons. Please come on the show. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's <laughs> maybe the least likely person right now. That I we think could get. absolutely he's definitely the hottest at the moment. So yeah. um, he did marry Kirsten Dunst. So like, really? Yeah. I'm right, gonna have Anthony? to see some documentation on this. Right, Anthony? They had a kid together and everything. Um, I know that they were in a relationship. I don't know about marriage for sure. But uh, okay. you know more about celebrity like relationships than I do. You just blew okay. my mind but, a little bit. Yeah. Either way, they had a child together. So there oh, was wow. some... Wow, he has not aged well. <laughs> yeah. But still, please come on the show. <laughs> I love how you guys are like, this person's garbage, but please come on the show. <laughs> What you oh, like. yeah. yeah, he looks okay. You look cute there, little little <laughs> man. Not there. Oh my don't, gosh. Don't go back with the stash. Hold on. I just gotta you guys just gotta see this fantastic mustache. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um oh, yeah, there's the picture of the kid. Son they, Enos Howard. Ennis. Oh, okay. Don't say don't say Enos. Watch your mouth. Anthony said that his nickname is Meth Damon because he mm. looks like Matt Damon. No, it's not because that's I never said that. It's what they called him because he was on Breaking Bad. But he oh, also sorry. looks like Matt Damon. Uh, he, he does, does. look like Matt Damon vaguely, on Meth. And, 
And then he vaguely looks like Matt Damon. No, meth makes you skinny. Okay. He does not look like <laughs> well, uh, Matt Damon on meth. Maybe it on, just like, makes you look unattractive. So that's why that's why I always associate it with it. I'm just like, oh, it makes sense. Um, so please don't keep this on the recording because if he uh, does, by some chance, hear this. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. that was that was really like, I mean, Friday Night Lights was his breakout role, but it wasn't as popular as Breaking Bad. So that was like when yeah. the general public, I think, became yeah. more familiar with him. Yeah. Okay. but yeah he also plays a scumbag on that show yes okay. and i don't think i mean jesse Plemons. we're big fans if you're listening to this uh <laughs> i don't think we need to tell you that you're not a classically good looking guy but you have killed it uh as yeah. far as your career goes plus you married kirsten dunst and had a kid with her so yeah. obviously you're doing just fine and it doesn't matter what we say doing better so than us come so, on our show uh, if yeah, for yeah. some <laughs> dumb reason you listen to this show and you're really getting down by us calling you weird looking, we're very sorry. Yeah. Please come on the show and give us a chance to apologize to you directly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Smash. Smash is really... Uh, he's in a ro- between a rock and a hard place, for sure. He's, he's down on his luck, but uh, I feel like... We end with Smash on a on a real a real nice trajectory. We feel mm-hmm. good about where Smash is headed. Yeah. yeah. Um I think this is another situation where I think you and I have kind of talked about this uh at least briefly on the show, Josh, uh why I think college sports are bull. <laughs> I actually edited out about 12 minutes of rant on this episode. I've I'm got currently a very strong on. feelings about college sports because there were two lengthy rants on the same episode. I was like, I think we only need one. Of these. Yeah, we don't need two. Um, but yeah, like I think it's an interesting situation. I'm, it makes me wonder in a real life situation, like how this, how differently this would be handled. Mm. Um, just because of his raw talent, um, I think he would mm-hmm. get under rug swept um, to a higher extent. But I think it is interesting that he doesn't want to go to the school because he thinks that'll get him less, uh, you know, less visibility for like NFL recruiters or whatever. Yeah, not recruiters, but uh, scouts. Yeah, and I mean, I think that says it right there. <laughs> Like, if you could be literally the most talented player in the world, but if you're playing for, you know, some podunk team, probably you're not going to get uh, as many eyes on you until you get in the NFL and you presumably kill it there if that, if you even get to that point, right. you know? Yeah. I don't know for sure about college sports, but I do know that a player like in the NBA draft can fall significantly in the draft if there are character issues. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Grizzlies had a traded for a guy like that. Uh, Josh Jackson, he was like a number four pick, I believe, in the draft to the Suns. And then the dude like just could not get his life together. And so mm-hmm. he, the Suns basically gave him to the Grizzlies for nothing. I think they even sent a, se- a second round pick along with him oh, and wow. the Grizzlies got him. I mean, this is a, this is a number four draft pick and they made a deal with him. T- they did not want him near the team last year. Uh, Cause it, they have a lot of young guys like John Morant, Jaron Jackson, mm-hmm. all those like, you know, 20 year old dudes. Yeah. Like 
you're not going to be a part of this team. You've got to go down to the G League and play against the Sioux Falls Sky Force uh, <laughs> until you can prove yourself and that you're taking the series and get, seriously and get your life together. So he did that. Was with the Grizzly or was with the Memphis Hustle for like like a half a year, and then finally they call him up and he starts killing it a little bit for the Grizzlies, like playing really, really, really well. And then all of a sudden they just bench him. He's just done. He was scoring like 20 points a games at, game at times. And then all of a sudden he just disappears out of the rotation and they don't mm. re-sign him this year. Mm. And so I got to assume like they just didn't yeah. trust him, didn't Wasn't trust his him. character issues. Mm. And so anyway, that's a long real life example of po- yeah. you know possibly what these college mm-hmm. uh, recruiters and everything were doing with Smash. So huh. yeah, that's a different like – Cause I was going to say like in reference to like character issues, I was thinking of like a Dennis Rodman, but he was never mm-hmm. like, like that. He was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, he did kick a cameraman in the nuts. Right. But, that's true. But yeah, no, or like Ron Artest. He had some, he had some issues. But I, you know, I think that does support what you're saying of it. Uh, well, maybe you didn't say this, but if you're good enough, they're probably right. willing to. Right. Right. Look over and yeah, those are two obviously much more standout players. Right. Uh, I mean, I can't speak for the the no, number four not. draft pick that went to the Grizzlies <laughs> last year, but not Dennis Rodman. No. Right. But Smash uh, headed to a place that's probably going to be better for him as a person mm-hmm. than Alabama would have been for sure. TMU. We don't know because that's not a real school, so we don't really yeah. know what goes on at TMU. <laughs> but um, uh, what yeah. was the school? Or no, it wasn't TMU. What was the school that he went? Oh, McNair State. Yes. <laughs> he went and partied well, at. Your cup's never empty and the girls <laughs> never say no. McNair oh State. Gosh. Oh, boy. That's what they told him. Oh. Uh, but he was got... like Cancun in his pants. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. God. <laughs> These are not our words. They are <laughs> Smash yeah. Williams's words. Yeah. Well, on that note, I would say one of the things I love most about Friday Night Lights is how the characters you think you're going to love in the first like season are the ones you end up not loving and the ones that you hate are the ones you end up loving. And I feel like this is the turning point almost episode for Smash, the character yeah. who I've hated this whole time, and now it's starting to shift. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, because, yeah, next season... We don't see him as much. We just, I believe he's kind of in and out like some of the characters are. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's at the the HBCU and becoming a more complete human being more than just mm-hmm. the smash. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. I have to ask super quick. So um, I, I didn't know if I should bring this up or not, but like, because um, it seems a little sensitive. So like, but with smash, I felt like, he kind of had it a lot harder with him being black. And so he, yeah, he was very, he, he's very cocky. He reminds me of my older brother, very talented, um, very cocky, like smashes, but like he really only throws one punch, but here's Riggins doing a lot of bad things. How come he is never benched or like, how come he is never put in that kind of position? Like, I, I don't like, do you think that race played a, a major factor and well I guess Rig- I'm just- Riggins never actually gets like arrested or anything that I can think mm-hmm. of like actually in trouble with the law but I mean but people know he's doing bad stuff like I guess he's I'm not just trying for a scholarship yeah. though either that's so. true yeah. that's true he's no, not trying I'm, for a scholarship or I mean yeah. 
race definitely comes into it as far as him mm-hmm. getting like arrested, pro- in, yeah, the arrested in the mm-hmm. first place and whatnot yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I think the reason Riggins gets away with it is because, yeah, he doesn't get arrested. He's not as like a high profile mm-hmm. guy as Smash. I mean, he's important mm-hmm. to the Panthers, but he's not like a Texas football superstar or anything. Okay. So the people in Dillon know that they, all the players are doing things that they shouldn't, but okay. football is king. So nobody does anything okay. about it. And that's that would probably be my take. Probably the fact that like um, every time I watch the show, I, I watch as much as I can. I mean, I watch everything, but then when it comes to like the football scenes, I'm like, uh, I'll be on my phone checking stuff because I'm like, I don't understand <laughs> football. <laughs> so like, I didn't, I probably didn't realize how important Smash was. I thought Riggins was really good too, of like an equal playing value, but I guess not. So that no. is, I mean, and it's hard. Yeah, we yeah. I think the implication is that yeah. Tim has the raw talent. Probably not to like be pro but probably like mm-hmm. get a you know an NAIA mm-hmm. level mm-hmm. uh but doesn't put in the work yeah yeah okay thank you for yeah. that all right anything to say about Lila I there's nothing really happens with Lila it's more Tim yeah. chasing Lila Lila's disappointed that she uh got cut short with uh sexy time but yeah that's about it I am really interested <laughs> where they would have gone with the I mean we've already kind of we discussed that during the episode where they would have gone with the Tim and Lila storyline <laughs> oh I thought you um, meant where she and the youth pastor would have gone if you yeah. oh, I, know, I know where they would have gone <laughs> funky town <laughs> um, no, I, I wish and obviously we should have gotten more of the, the Tim Riggins the Riggs show but I'm glad with the way things turned out because probably they would have gotten canceled if the writer's <laughs> strike wouldn't have happened. So. Yep. so Jason, we talked quite a bit at length yeah. of his situation, but uh, yeah, he is at a spot where maybe there's some hope in the future, whether that is a child or at least the possibility of maybe it's not as bad as we thought potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, I that's I guess is a pretty big thing. I feel like that's always kind of happening with Jason, and I mean it's up and down. It's always a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Coach, we saw we saw yeah. some jealous. We saw jealous coach, <laughs> which yeah. is pretty, which was a fr- pretty fun coach to to watch. Yes, very fun. Not particularly inspirational, but <laughs> no. <laughs> I just hope Anthony that um, if I ever have an you know a former flame invite the three of us out for dinner, and then he starts saying, "Hey, you know, uh, I should have stayed with Angie." I hope you punch him in the face too. I really didn't know if you were going to say you <laughs> hoped he would or that you didn't. That you hoped yeah, he would. no, I think there's kind of a. I mean, uh, maybe I'll not see. for real, for real, but like I would love to see you defend my honor. <laughs> uh, I've never thrown a punch in my life. Yeah. Well, there's the first time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably don't see it happening, but I will go shot for shot for him if, if it if it goes yeah. down. A so, drinking contest? You yeah, mean? yeah. I could I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think it's more of just I want to challenge you on the whole it's not it's only weird if you make it weird comment. Sure. So uh, yeah, I wanna see you. You wanna see it get real weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what about you, Lindsay? Do you want me throwing punches 
Yeah, I think that'd be fun to see too. <laughs> I, yeah. I secretly want to get in a fight sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I told you, I don't know. I kind of like, I kind of felt Tammy's is like, yeah, come yeah. on, go, yeah. go, fight. Let's bring it on. Exactly. I disagree. I didn't <laughs> yeah. see that, but um, if it comes down to it, I'll throw a punch for you. Okay. You might not see it, but you feel it. You yeah, feel you it. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, I think that's enough for a character today. I think that's uh, all we need to talk about there. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back with our awards for the week. All right, folks, we are back. Our very special spouse and special roommate edition of reliving the lights uh we're gonna have big debates i'm sure for our awards this week usually uh i introduce the awards i ask anthony what he thinks and then uh if i have a slight disagreement we might compromise but i'm expecting big things out of you ladies you need to have some strong opinions come hard with your with your ratings and awards and uh yeah we'll 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 see what happens here Right. So we're going to start out, as we always do, with the Coach Taylor Inspo rating of the week. Uh, so how inspiring did you think Coach was this week? Was his defense of Tammy Taylor inspiring or not? You know what? I kind of have to say yeah. it was. We were talking about that fighting for honor. Yeah, wearing that badge of honor. And I think he did that. Yes. Yes, I totally agree. That's something that I feel like I would... Like in Anthony and I's case, I'd be like, yes, heck, heck yeah, babe. Thanks for doing that. But if we had kids, I'd be like, don't do that. Don't ever repeat that. You know? So I feel like <laughs> it's a little kind of a gray area, but yeah, it's really, I would probably say it's endearing to see like him fight for his wife. So, but I will say this. I didn't think it was very inspiring per se. The little Applebee's conversation he had, was it Applebee's yes. with Jason street where he was just like, how old is she? Okay. Uh, all I know is what's in a coffee cup, basically. So I thought it could have been a little bit more inspiring. So I was a little disappointed in that area. But um, I really liked how he defended Tammy. Okay. Yeah. Anthony, what did you think of the spousal defense? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like it faded into a little bit of immaturity from Coach. I didn't think it was particularly inspiring. <laughs> uh, probably didn't need to get to that point and I think coach kind of let it to get get to that point and I think at least part of that is is his fault um for kind of giving in to I think Peter Berg knew what he was doing or Mo or whatever his name was you know <laughs> yeah so I think coach he, I, coach got sucked in yeah I think he went looking for a fight and I think coach yeah got sucked into it and and fell into it so I didn't think it was as inspiring I think there was, like I said, being put in that situation, <laughs> I've never thrown a punch in my life, so I can't imagine that would be the situation <laughs> in which it would happen. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think if I was put in that situation, I just, I don't think it would have yeah. gone to that point. I probably would have just verbally uh, abused him instead of <laughs> physically. The sheer disappointment on Angie's face. Yeah, sure. It's pretty <laughs> sad right now, honestly. Uh, okay, so maybe this is just restating what you already said, but I feel like at a certain point, 
um, it wasn't about defending Tammy's honor. It was about defending his own pride yeah, and his yeah, own dog. machismoism. Yes. Uh, so, um, yeah. I personally, though, I'm probably a little closer to Angie and Lindsay on that scale uh, than you guys are. Probably because I'm just, yeah, a repressed, angry person who wants to get in a fight someday. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Watch out. Uh, been talking to my therapist about that, but that's the way it is. Uh, the other thing, the only other thing I can think of for coach is he, uh, parted the waters for the other team to, uh, score a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know if that's inspiring. Yeah. It's got a little something to it. So, uh, since, since the, uh, opposing team fans home happy, yeah. Ish. Yeah. So, okay, we got to put a numerical value to it. Uh, where do we land this week? Well, I really like his actions. I don't know that I would choose the word inspiring to describe yeah. them. So, I'd still land lower. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The the number that's coming it's, to mind for me is a 3. Okay. I had a 4. Yeah, in I mind. Say, I'd give him a 4 too. Okay, we'll we'll just cheat it. All right, let's cheat it up to a four. I think that is a fair number uh, Mm -hmm. for coach. So Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of like the show. Uh, Even when it's bad, it's good. Even when coach is a little lackluster, he's still a a pretty inspiring dude in general. So uh, we'll land on a four there. Okay, I got to pause. My computer must not be plugged in, so I just gotta no. It's there. I gotta make sure it's plugged in down here. I did it very quietly. Come on. There's a lot of stuff in here. I can imagine. Lindsay's been doing this thing this week where every time I walk past, she just like whacks me on the ass really hard and it's starting to piss me off. <laughs> it's not pleasant. I do that to Anthony. He doesn't it's not care. Meant to be sexy, I do it to the kids too. Yeah. Then she whacks the kids way too hard. <laughs> no. Like nobody likes this. Please stop. It's, oh. a, it's a love tap. Yes. <laughs> it does not feel loving to anyone. The kids like it. It's <laughs> good. Okay, our Julie Taylor hate-o-meter, we've been into it. Uh, in general, we've got a lot of things to say about Julie, but we're just pretty much basing the hate-o-meter this week, I mean, as we do every week, only on what happens in this episode. Uh, not much happens in this episode with Julie. Is it just the one scene in the kitchen? Yeah. I think so, yeah. The kitchen and then 
the end. Yeah. When they're going to church. Oh yeah. The church thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's, that's relevant. Yeah. Oh, I even really like her in that scene. Yeah. I I really like her this, this episode. You liked the church thing. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Okay. Yeah. It was really cute. Okay. You didn't. I mean, I didn't like it. She was whining. No, I don't like like, whining. He's got to get up. Yeah. I want my kids to go to church because they want to go to church. Well, I know, but I want them to to pick on their hungover dad, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Uh, So, yeah, I'm not hating too much this week. I'm going to land pretty neutral. Uh, Anthony, what do you think is this? Is she positive on the hate meter or is she negative and a little likable? I think she's a little bit likable. I think she's she's doing pretty solid this episode. Um, yeah, like a negative two or three is where I'm comfortable going. <laughs> I love how like even when she is like a normal character, you guys are like, Ugh, like, come on. <laughs> her so hard on her. <laughs> negative is literally no hate. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, yeah. Maybe I that needs to be explained. That that's actually likable. But still, that you struggled with it. Like I thought it was pretty obvious that she was just acting like a normal teenager, like just kind of laughing about like her parents. Julie sucks. <laughs> Julie I'm sucks. Sure, I'm sure she does later, but I'm just saying. Like I love how you guys can't even like recognize that. She, like even when she's I did. Likeable. I put her in the negatives. That's likable. <laughs> we rated her know. we rated her pretty pretty in a positive yeah. light for most of season one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It but is you, true though. You did do it begrudgingly. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say so begrudgingly much. like okay. because we know what she's capable of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you guys okay with a negative two, negative three? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds I think good. we better go negative three, man. Yeah, yeah all right. negative three. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Give Angie a win. Yes. That's fair. All right. Big rig beer tally. I don't remember any beers happening with Tim. He was mostly in the church when we yeah. saw him. Yeah. I thought that would have been a good place for a that would have been. Tally. <laughs> I was yeah. hoping he would like bring one into church and like sip one there. I, I think if there was an, a non-existent episode in what would have been the rest of season two where Tim Riggins is drinking a beer while recording the Riggs show, <laughs> it might have been the greatest scene in Friday yeah. Night Lights history. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> we'll never know, but yeah, you know, I feel like him, we missed out. You know, doing one of these guys, feet kicked up. <laughs> Gosh. I can see it. You're channeling it well. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's a zero. Uh, the Alamo Freeze presents the Matt Saracen Oshucks Goofus Malufus moment of the week. Not a lot of Matt here, except giving Landry crap for yeah. his situation with Tyra. Um, so not real Goofusy Malufusy. Buddy Garrity sleazeball move of the week. He wasn't there, so that's his uh. sleazeball move. Like I was very sad not to see him. <laughs> Yeah, Tim Riggins will show up to church with Lila, but her own yeah. dad won't show us. It won't darken the doorstep of the church. So, as, as we know, Buddy <laughs> has his best church moments when he's there alone. Just him and God. 
<laughs> Swing low, sweet chariot. He has oh, a very God. private faith, but it is very at a very intense private. Yes, faith. yeah, yes. Oh. and mostly centered around Panthers football. So. <laughs> so wrong, but he's living it out. He's you know, yeah, he's got Santiago living with him. Yeah. We've been down that debate road though of yeah. whether that's actual charity, charity or if it's yeah, yeah. So yep. anyway, notable <laughs> music cues, little Patsy Klein. Yeah, Patsy yeah. Klein. What was the name of the song again? Uh, Something back about in, baby. Back in baby's arms. Back yeah. in baby's arms. Uh, pretty interesting little tune. I might go oh. check that mm-hmm. out. I like it. Uh, okay, our outdated pop culture reference of the week. We had something. Yeah, Britney we had Spears. a few. Oh yeah, yeah, Britney yeah. Spears. Trash and Britney Spears. Um. Mine was um, when Smash was in church pulling out his phone. Oh, know, yeah, the, the slider phone. The yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, that, that was the first thing I wrote down. I was like, oh, yeah. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there was one more, too. There was. But those are both really good. Well, Lindsay mentioned there was the like the outdated Applebee's sign. Um, yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we also, this is the outdated pop culture reference of the week slash canceled corner. Uh, I think we also just need to once again go on record saying we're canceling Aaron for uh, trashing yes. Britney Spears and uh, making the comments about a learning something. Yeah. Disability. A learning yeah, disability. learning disability, yeah. some some sort. And also Landry is canceled for referring to Carlota as a Mexican nanny. Yeah. So, yes. <clears throat> um, which that scene reminded me of the other outdated pop culture reference of the week, the Guitar Hero. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, that's what it was. He yes. It out. Yeah. Yep. Gosh. Yep. 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 Uh, 2008, I was playing a lot of Guitar Hero. Yes. Yeah, you were. Back at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> the first time that I ever played Guitar Hero was at your parents' house. Uh, oh, for real? <laughs> I think you had brought a bunch of Northwestern guys back and we all went out to your parents' house. And oh, yeah. played Guitar Hero. That was the first time I ever played it. And immediately was like, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> must have been must have been man week. We always had man week in January before we headed back to school. It was definitely so. cold. Yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. Yep. All right. Uh, our quote of the episode. Um, I definitely have at least one notable uh honorable mention would be the exchange we didn't talk about it much and i don't have the exact quote here but the the exchange between tammy and coach about her being his prized guernsey uh i thought was pretty funny (laughs) i did not write down any quotes although i did laugh a couple of times yeah there must have been good stuff well, I think I think the um I think the obvious choice and that we referenced was when coach said, Tell you what, son, everything I know about women you can stick in this mm-hmm. damn coffee cup. Cup, yep. I think that is yeah, that probably, would be mine. Yeah, yeah that would be mine. Oh, here's uh interesting in the goofs on IMDb. Uh, in the restaurant, Mo McArnold asks the waiter for a bottle of good whiskey, but the audio is out of sync with his lips, and he oh. appears to say a bottle of Glenlivet. Oh. So they must must not have had Glenlivet on the set or couldn't yeah. get the rights to it or something. Yeah, right. It looked mm. like... I noticed it was that Jim he Beam, said... Right? 
I noticed that he said a bottle of good whiskey and the shape of the bottle conveyed not good whiskey. I don't think you could see the label, but it looked like just a bottom shelf bourbon. Yeah. Do you think uh think Peter Berg's favorite whiskey is Glenlivet and he just wanted to put that in? I the- have a hard time thinking that Peter Berg has that good of taste in anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I wish I would have written down one of uh, Tim Riggins's uh, when he was receiving calls from those women on his radio show. Oh yeah, he there was yes, on one of them, there. and like he was being really mean to one of them. Like I wish I would have written that down because that was pretty good. Yeah, from what I yeah, remember, he did have so. some good exchanges there. Yeah, but we'll oh, get to so his delivery of when he's in the church and the old lady walks up. He's like <laughs> Mrs. McGowan. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that. I feel like Ms. McGowan loved it though. He knew oh, that, yeah. that she she would like it to be over the top enthusiastic oh, yeah. for her. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So I think we give it to the coffee cup quote. Yep. Uh our MVP of the episode. Who are we going with here? Mm, this is this is tough. Nobody I'm, sticks out to me. I've, I'm yeah. nominating Tim Riggins. Wow. Yeah. The rig show really got me. (laughs) (laughs) So you're going on entertainment value. This is always the debate. Just like in real life, nobody really knows like what the actual like parameters of the MVP award uh, is in the R in the NBA. Uh, It's very Mm -hmm. subjective. So you're going Mm -hmm. on entertainment value. Yes. Uh, What do you think, Lindsay? I am going to nominate Mama Smash. I don't know. I just was really like, oh, Mama. You yeah. sweet thing. Yeah, she and she got what she wanted too. She her boys going to the college that she had kind of picked out yeah. for him. So that's a win for her. Yeah. It's fair. On that note, I will nominate um the uh, fo- that football coach from what is it, yeah. that fake university that coach gave Deke. Nash- Coach Coach Deke. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when he gave that really inspiring um uh, you know, talk to Smash that made me start to cry. And you could see Smash was tearing up and talking about we'll be your family. Cause I think Smash having grown up and, you know, with more or less just his mom and sisters, I think he was also realizing that he was missing that. So like, I think mm. that quote, that talk was basically replacing um, coach Taylor's inspiration for this episode. So I feel like that is something worth, if we're going to go on the emotional side, like Lindsay did, I'm going to, I'm going to pick that too. Cause that's what got me teared up. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. I like that. That was pretty convincing. I was going to say, sm- I was going to say smash, uh, even though mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was rough for him at the beginning, I felt like he ended at a good place. So, mm-hmm. uh, do we pick one or do we just kind of wrap it all up and say the smash contingent of characters in this storyline are the winners? Again, this is completely subjective because it's the MVP award. Can we do that or do we need to nail it down? Anthony, you're the odd man out here. So why don't you uh, (laughs) make the ruling? I I mean, obviously I'm outnumbered here. So I think it's fair to do the, uh, the smash contingency. If it was just one of the others, I would say like mama smash and the coach. I don't think they saw enough playing time to win an MVP. Right. Uh, you got to have so many minutes per game to be yeah. eligible for the for the award. But uh but with Smash 
um, at the forefront of it, I'll I'll allow it as a uh, as Smash and Smash analogs. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's put Smash at the top, and then but we'll include the other ones under the umbrella. Sure, that's yeah, how perfect. we'll qualify yeah. it. So yeah, uh, the coach of Whitmore can have the uh, Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yes. the mama smash is the sixth man most improved yeah. <laughs> <laughs> defensive player of the episode maybe that's yeah that seems appropriate yeah, yeah. <clears throat> all right so we have given out our awards our mvp of the episode that just means we need to rate this episode so uh i don't know if we hold it to finale standards uh but uh how do we rate the final episode of season two yeah, um, I'm gonna say not to finale standards. It's it's good. There's some good moments, um, and we kind of start to see the beginning of some closure. I'm gonna say a light seven. Yeah, I was leaning towards that number two, Anthony, just because I feel like I'm very understanding of the fact that there was a writer's strike, so like you have to take that into consideration. But mm. like there was enough where you're like. Oh, is Jason Street going to become a dad? Um, is Smash, like, is he going to go to that university? What's going to happen with him? There's still enough questions in the air, but it still didn't feel dramatic enough for it mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. It felt like a normal episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't compare yeah. it with uh state of episode mm-hmm. of season one, you know? That was yeah. very high drama. So yeah, Lindsay. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I I was thinking around a six, just because there were <clears throat> parts of the episode that I was really unimpressed, but then other yeah. parts were just really solid too. Yep. Yeah. All right, I'm good with a seven. I was I looked it up on IMDb to see what it got there. I was expecting it to get a little bit of an unreasonable finale bump, and sure enough, it has a seven point nine. So Ooh, yeah. uh, I think I think uh, just a seven. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. So there you go. Uh, there's the episode for the week, for the season. Uh, excited to get into season three because we yeah. really mm-hmm. turn a corner. The As we've talked about before, the odd-numbered seasons are the best. a little better. So, for sure. Uh, I have one last question. Well, we'll see if it's the mm-hmm. last. Uh, I have a question <laughs> to end here for Lindsay and Angie. Okay. Truthfully... What percentage of the episodes of Reliving the Lights do you think you've listened to? Oh, I'll tell you this. So when we, Anthony and I just recently moved a few weeks ago. And when we were in our old apartment, I would act that we had a gym there and I would go to the gym like every other day. And I would listen to your podcast on a regular basis. But because we've moved in those last three weeks, I haven't, that's why I'm not cut up, but I would be pretty been pretty, pretty faithful. Yeah, pretty faithful. Yes. And you just got to be so. at a heart. I would say like 88 to 90%. Yeah. Nice. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, she's way ahead of me, but I also have three children. So yes. I feel like I get a little bit of an excuse, but I did. That first season, I think I listened to almost the whole thing yeah. because mm-hmm. Benaya and I were up and walking every single morning when it was nice out. But without walking time, I don't have a lot of podcast time. So mm-hmm. yeah. season two has been pretty sparse. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Well, we, I will tell you my motivation though for listening. Not that it's not entertaining; it really is. But the reason to keep up to date is because I know Anthony's usually going to say something silly about me, so I'm always <laughs> looking out for that. And also because if we're driving somewhere, 
he'll put the podcast on. I'm like, no, no, don't do if it. If there's yet. a, if like, there's a new like, episode yeah. and yeah. you've got like an hour yeah. drive, I'll throw it Yeah. On. So I'm just, so yeah, but I really do enjoy it. I really, really do. I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. And I've been telling Anthony for a long time to do a podcast. So I'm really, really glad you guys are doing this. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you both for humoring us, for allowing us to stay up ridiculously late on Friday nights. <laughs> You've only come down angry and flung the door open a couple times. Uh, I do what I got to do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, I think that's totally fair. So, yeah. Thanks for being on. Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. And I'm sure the listeners enjoyed getting to know uh, the other half of of the Reliving the Lights uh, family here. So, yeah. All right. Let's head to the boudoir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, I love Jeez it, Lindsay. Yes. Golly. Yes. yes. I love it. That was great. <laughs> Gonna show some tricks you didn't even know were possible. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> this needs to end now. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> well, I uh, get the uh like on uh Bodega Boys, they have a soundboard. <laughs> and so yeah. there's different clips that they play, and one of them is the SpongeBob. Oh brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening to a, another season of Friday Night, or of Reliving the Lights, for making it, sticking oh, with brother, us. Species. this guy stinks! <laughs> uh, yeah, we need more drops. We need more sound drops yeah. in our podcast. Yeah. Maybe that'll happen in season three. We'll get some good Friday Night Light yeah. quotes to have at the, at the ready. Uh, but yeah, thank you to the listeners. Season two is a tough one and you yeah. made it through with us. And for that, we thank you. A shout out to our listeners in the West Indies. As uh, always. Thank you guys for, for hanging with us down there in the Caribbean. Uh, wish we were with you, but we're with you in spirit. We're with you in your earbuds. We appreciate it. Any other parting words? Any Anything you need to get off your chest, uh, ladies? Or is that pretty much it? Uh, two things really quick. Shout out to Riley for bringing up those sensitive topics that we need to talk about in a fun way. So I'm really glad we got to talk about that. That was really uh-huh. interesting. And then um, I do want to clarify, Anthony is my special roommate, but um, we are not looking for a third one. Anthony is, <laughs> we are very much in a relationship. So please, ladies. Anthony guys. says, speak for yourself. Yeah, very, yeah. Okay. If we had another it's only roommate, weird if you it, make it weird. Angie yeah, will be if, throwing punches. <laughs> yes, I will be. If we had another bedroom and it lowered rent. I uh, wouldn't be against hey, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for letting us be on. It was fun. 100%. All right. Yeah. We will okay. catch all of you listeners next time for season three. Awesome. Let's touch God this time, boys. Let's touch God.